right, here we go. Do it. Let's see what's happening here. Face to face, this greatness center strange. You don't even know how you feel. It's adorable. It's nice to know that humans never change. Open your eyes. Let's begin. Yes, it's really Mozzie. Breathe it in. <laughs> no, it's a lot. The hair, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod. So what can I say except you're welcome? Tides, the sun, and the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. You're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demiguy. All right. Welcome, nice. welcome, everybody. <laughs> You're welcome for our mostly great recommendations uh, for this past <laughs> week. We had a few misses, but like most of our stuff was solid. So you're welcome. I have to say so. You're welcome. <laughs> also, for I believe you were saying that uh, you wanted to say you're welcome for all the uh, decisions about the mid-tier running backs. Yeah. So I, I sort of bought in a little bit on Jordan Howard and Alex Collins, but like not like majorly. Like, I mean, if you've listened over the summer, I mean, if you're honest, whatever. But like, I like got a minorly on board with Alex Collins in the end and like a little bit on board with Joho at the end. But like, not necessarily, but I was never on board with Drake or Ajayi, really. And like, you're welcome for that one. Um, <laughs> Ajayi had one good game and then... Kenny and, Drake been, I, Kenny and Drake was the one I was like most off of, and he has been bad. So I'll take a uh, one-fourth victory lap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, now that now that we've got our heads up our asses, we can begin this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to start, truly. Yeah, it smells it smells like roses. And <laughs> roses. I uh, know, but thank you for tuning in. We're recording this at um, 8 p.m. Eastern time on October 3rd. It is a Wednesday, so. It is. Got a lot of good injury news in. I mean, most people don't practice today, so it's kind of whatever. But um, Yeah, a lot of people take this day off, yeah, especially yeah, once they've established themselves. Veterans Day off, you know. Yeah, right, well, yeah. <sighs> the, the Thursday and especially the Friday practice are the most important, so just keep, keep eyes on those. Um. So, yeah, we've got some studs and outs to get into, um, but first... Some bangers know, and mash. Yeah, some bangers and mash. I know there were some um, impressions that Mozzie was going to um, gonna deal out for us. Oh, no. You don't have to give them all at once. We can, we can kind of, like, spread them out. Okay, yeah. You want throughout or just uh, just all of them? Give, give me a couple now. Like, in between each section, we'll do a couple. Um, so let's see. What's a, what's a fun one to do? You gave me like a uh, list of some that you like, like to do. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I'm just, you know, a crazy person naturally. So whenever I'm uh, driving or something or just on my own, I kind of listen to either music or you know, clips of stuff. And I try to usually do try to do impressions of everything that I watch. So I like to have fun with it. Yeah, um, but when, when you do it, talk about our first stud, Mitchell Trubisky, in your, in your voice. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, okay. Well. No pressure. No pressure at all. All right. So this is – all right. I'll let you do – I, do you want me to say who I'm going to do first or do you want um, me to figure it out? That's up to you. D- do it and if I don't catch on right away, which I may not because I don't know like a lot of actors and shit. So. <laughs> no. So the first one is uh, 
uh, a good intro one. So getting getting the voice loose. So uh, I'll let you figure it out. The first guy that we'll kind of talk about is Mitchell Trubisky. He's the quarterback for the Bears, and he throws a mean ball. We were kind of low on him for most of the season because he doesn't look that good out there. But on Sunday, this guy, he threw six touchdowns, five in the first half. Any thoughts? <laughs> um, who, who was that? I'll, I'll need, I'll need Christopher that. Walken. Ah, I've, most people will probably catch that. I'm just, I would hope so. I'm just kind of uh, illiterate on that stuff. It's a nice warm up one. <laughs> I wonder how many people like, okay. Uh, not, I mean, I, I I bet there I bet there is one person who tuned out when we said impressions. <laughs> right, and they're like, "Oh, wrong podcast. Fuck it. This isn't football." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tr- Mitchell Trubisky, six touchdowns. Uh, is he good? Is the offense good? Oh, huh, did you did you say uh, Mitchell Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> oh, he went on fucking fire. <laughs> there we go, <laughs> Mickey. Well, nice to have you on. <laughs> Oh no, but um, yeah, I don't see that happening again. It was the Bucks. <laughs> okay. The Bucks are garbo um, on defense, <laughs> the Bucks especially. Are major garbo. On they have a one. They have a just trash secondary, and two, like, like they're they're okay. So they're like a funnel defense kind of. So like that, but they're okay. They're pretty decent against the run. So like it forces production outside, but they also are just really bad on the outside. So almost every week you can really target the Bucks as like, you know. Your quarterback's going to do well today. Yeah, like, there are some scenarios where, like, oh, this quarterback's bad. And, like, yeah, but, like, so we saw that, okay, like, not to be a dick, and we'll kind of get to one of our duds here, but, like, Case Keenum, like, even though he had a great matchup, like, he's not that great. So, like, yep. yeah. But, like. I thought the matchup would help, man. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, um, I mean, then even, like, with, like, Trubisky, he's okay, but, like, and he's got some weapons, but, like, no one saw that with the Bucks, And so, like, having the the coach in the system and then just the absurd matchup helped too so and the absurd amount of playmakers he's got Tariq cohen went off taylor gabriel yeah. went off trey burton went off a rob went off touchdown yeah <laughs> poor joho though this that was uh i don't know that there are gonna be some games where that happened i know like earlier like in the off season like um like maggie said like hey like some games it'll be one guy some guys some days it'll be another you know it's just kind of be game script dependent and the game script this time kind of lent itself to using cohen so yeah and that's the tough part it's kind of like a oh okay i think joho will have like fewer super down weeks but um i it's sort of like the ap chris thompson thing where like you have to kind of like predict the game script but i think they're gonna be like with the patriots and their running back committee kind of thing and i don't know the patriots i think they'll I mean, like in the past, like how it has been, not necessarily this year. It's pretty, it's pretty certain who's doing it this year. It's Michelle and White. But like yeah. in the past, they'd always have a kind of rotating committee. Like, oh, is it going to be the pass catching guy this week, or is it Legarrette Blunt? Yeah, it, so it's sort of like that. But I think that Cohen's not going to have as many usable weeks as like someone like Chris Thompson, just because. Oh, for sure not. Not not Chris Cohen. I mean, like I can't, like I guess twenty five percent of the time we'll say Cohen's usable. That might be it. I'll have to look at their schedule. But they're on the buy right now. But like, yeah. If, if you think it's going to be a super pass heavy game, then maybe you could lean Cohen and kind of lean away from Joho. But that's that's a tough part with him. And 
Jordan Howard was like on the bottom of one of my running back tiers. He was like pretty much like the one guy in between the two who like I got in one or two leagues. But I was hoping I could see his. Oh, so he had seven receptions with for 121 yards. Yeah, he went bonkers. But yeah, the the amount of like okay, it was like the Kareem Hunt game like uh in week three where like he hadn't gotten like any touchdowns and then like oh you got a couple short ones to run in like yeah when your team scores 48 points and the running back gets like no anything that's like that's that's an oddity like most times he'll get a touchdown <laughs> yeah usually he's one of those five yeah six for them yeah that was, <laughs> that was just wild that was a dong and oh, I'm, I'm upset i didn't pick them as my lock of the week because like the closer i got to the game the more i was like wow they're gonna just wreck <laughs> this team right now yeah i played the bucks and that was a dumb choice i don't know why you switched no i, I didn't make it i didn't choose one out at all so like uh, I start for the game, like I go Bucks. <laughs> that was dumb. Anyway, um, another stud we had Goff. Um, he's an every week play. I, that's kind of what I got from this. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he looked. He didn't just look good, like objectively as like a system kind of quarterback guy. Like he looked good. He dropped some dimes. Like there was one to Robert Woods that was just like beautiful. One in the back right of the end zone. Yeah, and then having Sean McVay, like, they made Anthony Barr look dumb. Foolish. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cooper Cup got away on there. Like, that, they, like, like having a coach who's, like, going to, like, adapt everything every time and, like, keep it working helps a ton. So, Goff's pretty much an every-week starter at this point. Yeah. God, how does – it's, like, hard not to love the Rams' offense, man. Yeah, Sean McVay, that beard, man. That beard. Um. I'm going to kind of group Luck and Watson together here just because there was kind of, I mean, Watson had been fine. Luck had, had been mostly fine. But they mm-hmm. kind of like, quote unquote, got their groove back in a way because oh, Watson yeah. finally had that really good game they're looking for. And Luck obviously popped off. Um, I mean, it's the Colts. Cusco's poison. Poison for Cusco. Cusco's poison. You've got to get your groove back. All right, kid. <laughs> Oh, that was I like that one. That was good. Um, yeah, so like I had like two kind of down games in a row, and then popped off against Houston here. Um, I can see that maybe happening against New England, honestly. But like, I mean, Luck is definitely if like I haven't put him in my starts for later, but Luck's a start for me tomorrow. I don't care if Ty Hilton's out there or not. Luck's gonna get at least three hundred yards, and he's gonna run for some, and he's gonna make some touchdowns <laughs> happen. Even if like he's gonna put the team on his back to make this game close and i mean not as much as watson but he also has a rushing floor in this in a sense like i mean it was obviously yeah, for sure he's fast run. man and he's yeah. tough against philly he popped up that 33 yard run you know no big deal oh yeah <laughs> but um didn't they, they had him throw a hail mary against houston as well so that was a... oh shit progression <laughs> just just uh you know own the libs um but, <laughs> I was, I, I'm I'm more comfortable starting Deshaun Watson in my opinion just because like he's got his it. rushing floor is so high. Yeah, so he's had so <laughs> rushing it's been 40 yards, 44 yards, 36 yards, and then 41 yards and a touchdown. So like you get a free passing touchdown pretty much most most yeah. leagues. So that's that's a good thing to have. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. I, but yeah, I, I mean I also am starting Luck most of the year, but like Watson, if I had the choice, I'd be definitely starting Watson. Uh-huh. I had just a nice, a nice, beautiful sounding like sniffle uh, before we started talking there, so that was good. Um, mm. Let's see, um, on to running backs. Um, 
Kamara and Zeke. Okay, obviously, you know, Kamara is a thing. That's easy. Um, you're still- He's insane, man. Like, an Alvin Kamara appreciation rant. The dude's fucking insane. Yeah, and, like, this is one of the things we talked about, like, in the offseason was, like, I mean, like, some things may go down, but, like, why does it have to? Like, it was kind of, like, the thing about, like, it was kind of a similar thing with, like, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Like, yeah, we say Kamara's going to, like, regress, quote-unquote, but, like, to what? <laughs> no, like, man, we, he's, we barely he's seen him, yeah. better than last year. Yeah, it's absurd. He's getting, like, a little more volume, too. Now, I mean... We might get a little downtick with him coming back, but like I don't know, like it's not like it's gonna like it's not like you're gonna not play him ever. So, right, exactly. He's definitely your number one or two guy every week, probably number one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, if we re- if we redrafted today, like him and Gurley are the clear like one and two in whatever order you prefer, right? Like, I mean, I think so. <laughs> yeah, him and Gurley. Yeah, and then honestly, like Gordon might be number three. I was just thinking that, like, Melvin Gordon, I honestly was sort of on the train that he might have a bit of a down year. Um, Not like a bad year, just a little bit down, just, you know, different pieces in the offense. Then Hunter Henry got hurt. He's been blowing up Yeah, the defense has been struggling more, too, so he's gotten a ton of targets. That's a big thing. That's true. Yeah, the defense has struggled more than I thought it would. Yeah, I don't know where Zeke would be, but, I mean, the Cowboys offense obviously hurts it, but last week he was the whole Cowboys offense. And I, mean, I think most people saw this coming because the Lions kind of struggled against the run. I texted you that morning and was like, dude, Zeke's going to have a monster. Yeah, and in like, DFS, <laughs> he was kind of the chalk, and like it was for a reason. He got like more than 200 total yards. Um, I think two touchdowns. Yeah, it was just... His receiving touchdown was nice. I actually didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but like... I oh, know when you average six yards a carry on 25 carries, like you're good. <laughs> yeah. Lions should have followed suit, man. They had carry on Johnson doing 6.1 yards per carry and they just were not running him. I get it. You have golden Tate and he's amazing, but like, well, I mean, you got to get the ball to the Garrett Blunt, right? <laughs> <laughs> he and Matt Patricia are buds, right? So, Best buds. Blunt uh, buds. Um, speaking of Patriot stuff, we got James White. And um, he had a very, very good week. Uh, he was uh, Miles' start of the week, so that was good. Hey. And I mentioned him to someone as like a DFS pivot from Michelle just because everyone would be on it. But, um, yeah, he was great in standard half PPR, especially PPR. He's – what is he right now in this season? He is the – I'm actually R- not sure. B um, – so I guess I got like average Oh, my he's God. Two, he's three, seven. Four, five, six – so, I mean, if we go by, like, average points, because they're averaging some bye weeks, he's the RB, like, seven? Right. Oh, sorry, nine? Yeah, he's a top ten running back. Either way, you slice it, though, which is hilarious. This one is seven, but other leagues with PPR, I'm sure. Yeah. Variants, that's going to be a little higher. Yeah, he's averaging 16.3 uh, points per game and half PPR. What surprised like, me, though, was that Michelle also had a great game. Yeah. I thought it was going to be mostly white, and then Michelle would get, like, 12 points. Yeah, they were both. Oh. It's it's back to kind of, like, last year when, like, white, sorry, like, or sorry, when Lewis and Burkhead were both usable. Right. Oh, my goodness. They Dude, Michelle <laughs> got 25 carries. Holy moly. Yep. 25 carries in the Patriots offense is nice. Unheard of. Yeah, and then James White got his, um, what was it? eight rushes and eight catches <laughs> yeah eight catches that basically makes him a top receiver on the team yeah i mean 
<laughs> I, Edelman coming back might hurt him a bit on, on like. Oh, for sure, because he's the possession like short yardage guy. Yeah, he's still, he's still super usable though, and especially this week too, like because it'll be on a short week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and Brady likes him, so that's a part of it too. Super I think it hurts White. White more than it hurts Michelle. Yeah, Michelle is gonna get the bulk of the rushes anyway. Um, other running back, we also had Melvin Gordon have a good week. Um, like I said, he has been stellar all year. His only his his worst week was last week. Like I said, week three when he got fifteen point four, but which like, is awesome. He's been twenty. He's been like over twenty three every other week. So like he is solid. Uh, I love maybe some Melvin Gordo, man, and he's gonna have another great week against Oakland. You know it. Yeah, <laughs> he will. He's yeah, he's good. It'll be a close game. And the Chargers have a good. <laughs> no, I was gonna say him and Lynch are gonna be sharing some feasts at the end. They both. They both looking pretty good right now. Yeah. The Chargers like have, a, yeah, the Chargers have a good offense, and like they don't have like a very <laughs> tough schedule for the most part, so it's helping him a lot. And just the targets, man, the targets. He hasn't he hasn't gone over fifteen rushes, but he's gotten nine, six, two, and seven catches. So that's good. Very good. And the cool thing is Austin Eckler's still doing pretty well too. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Like that's how they're replacing Henry's with Eckler pretty much. Yeah, more or less. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh yeah, we also had Naheem Hines. Um, I think I think I'll have another good week this week um, because Ma- Max out again, and it's kind of short week. They know Hilton either. They're down a lot of people, so luck. It seems like Luck is a fan of him as well. Um, yeah, no, he should have a pretty good week. Yeah, he just kind of popped off. He'd gotten like some touches, but nine receptions, and he got the two touchdowns too, which helped a lot. Now, obviously, if he doesn't get the touchdowns, it hurts. But, I mean, he's still, like, a good floor guy, especially in PPR. But yeah, they're, they're I'll, using I'll him. Like him a lot. They're using him, yeah. I mean, Mac, do we have faith in Mac even if he is healthy? No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Same mm-hmm. as Marlin. Come on, man. Yeah. Basically, such a shout up for failure. Yeah, what a wiener. Um, <laughs> so, we had we had some good receiver studs. Um, Cooper Cup, obviously, was, like, the top receiver on the week. Um, he got oh, man, mashed up with Anthony Rams Barr, and made him look silly. Yeah, that Rams offense is bonkers. Like, and any given week, any of these Rams receivers can be the top guy, like all in the week. So, like, you're starting right. up all the time, right? This I week mean, it's Seattle. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm thinking like Seattle this week. Who would I want? Probably Robert Woods. Yeah, I don't know any of them. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Well, because Earl Thomas is gone now too. So I know, man. That's that, oh my. That helps flip off to the sideline. Legendary. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna like get get. That's gonna help their yards after catch, and also just kind of like the deep threat of Cooks. I think um, Taylor Gabriel had a good week thrown by this week, obviously, but um, definitely a pickup because he's been getting the targets and stuff too. It just finally clicked um, this last week, which was good. Just how many targets he's been getting? Cup. So, um, uh, Cup's got a lot. I'm talking about Gabriel. Gabriel's gotten five, seven, oh. ten, and seven targets. So like, it finally he's just clicked kidding. last week. Yeah. Like. They hadn't been like great targets, and then this last week, yeah, they finally just popped off on Tampa, and like it worked. So, was he traded or was he signed? Like, he, did the... he, he signed because like the Falcons didn't resign him, and like the Bears signed him to a pretty good contract, if I remember. Yeah, I mean, they were getting Calvin Ridley, so yeah, <laughs> win-win. Um, and it was <coughs> say, sort of the same situation with Corey Davis. Obviously, Corey Davis is better, but like a ton of targets. And like underwhelming offense a bit, and then last week it just came together. Yeah, I like that comparison. Imagine if he was still on the Cleveland man. Oh my goodness. 
Wait, what? Taylor Gabriel. He was drafted by Cleveland. He was? Went to the Falcons. Yeah. I did not know that he started in. <laughs> Dude, Cleveland. him and Alex Mack were both drafted by Cleveland I and forgot. then went wow. to the Falcons. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize. I, I did not even realize that Taylor Gabriel had like a pretty okay rookie year. But he did. Cleveland. I was surprised they did not re sign him. Yeah, or they traded Cleveland. him, I think. Cleveland. Yeah. Things. Ah, just Cleveland things. Do, do, yep. do, do, do. At least it's not Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Corey Davis popped off. Um, 15 targets, dude. He's now at, let's see, 39 on the season. So he's averaging 10 a week. And, and Richard Matthews is now gone as well. That helped him for last week. And that Mariota looked like healthy, which helped. <laughs> Yeah. Not catching passes from Blaine Gabbert or like half half of Mariota helps. <laughs> yeah, when Blaine Gabbert's off the field, the team's happy. Let's see what's I'm not sure schedule going for, but like okay, like Corey Davis for you going forward. Like how 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 do you see him? I mean he's wide receiver two, I guess. Two. Yeah. He's a solid two. I mean you're probably starting him most weeks. I mean Buffalo, I mean I, I he'll I think he'll be Tredavious so wide just fine. Baltimore will be Jimmy Smith, but like he, like and then he has the Chargers in the bye, but like after his bye, Dallas, New England, Indy, Houston, like, oh man, he's gonna feast. Yeah, that's some nice schedule. It is a little rough for a couple weeks, so just hold on to him. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm probably still playing him just because like he's gonna get he's he's probably gonna get ten targets most weeks. Against the Bills, yes. Against the Ravens, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know, I guess the targets being down next week, even just because the Bills are bad, but. The bills are bad. We're allowed to sit on the game <laughs> after last week. <laughs> Shut out in the whole game. Did not get a single point. Yeah, we saw <coughs> the return. Josh Allen. <laughs> but, um, Aaron Rodgers like pissed off because their offense kind of sucked. It actually kind of did. Yeah, I don't know. Aaron Jones got going though, which was cool. But yeah, he did. Didn't that was do nice a to lot. See. They were down <clears throat> some guys too. But um, John Brown also had a good game. Um. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he's very good. Let's stay on the premise of we talked. I think we talked about him last week too. But he's actually tied with Antonio Brown right now. Just in points. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's obviously not gonna continue. Do you like him this week for Cleveland against Cleveland? I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm playing him most weeks. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, even though he's like a big play guy, he's gotten. And so in half PBR, he's gotten 12, 17.2, 11.11, and 19.4. Like, he's not That's been a letdown weird. yet is the thing. I so. see this week being possibly a little lower for him, but I like him on the season. Yeah, so. He's gotten, I like the tight ends. He's getting a lot of targets, though. He's got, so if week one, he's got four, but then he's gotten 10, 9, and 7 targets. That's a lot. Yeah, and I, I know I talk about targets a lot, like I'm jerking off to him or something, but like that's kind of like it's important. It's yeah. like where the production comes from is the targets. Are they a you know a featured part of the offense or not? Yeah. Like, How many targets did Ertz get this week? Oh my gosh, I'll check that in a second, <laughs> but probably just a dumb amount of targets, like like 15. Like oh my god, like I'm gonna I'm actually gonna look this up now. Yeah, but um, yeah, John Brown's on 30 targets for the year, which I mean for a big play guy, that's super neat. Ertz has 47 targets on the year. He had 14 last week. Okay, so I was one off. Oh, my God. John Brown <laughs> is averaging 22.5 yards per reception. Holy shit. That is nuts. <laughs> Damn. But, um, yeah, but, like, I mean, the targets are important, though. Like, Nick Chubb was a stud this week, but he got three touches. Like, 
no, there was no process that was like, I'm going to start Nick Chubb. Like, I mean, I, I love him to death, as, I, as people know. But, like, right. I'm not going to start him next week either just because, like, I don't know what the fuck Hugh Jackson is going to do. I mean, obviously Todd Haley wants to play him because Todd Haley likes him Understands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think I mentioned this too, but, like, right when they drafted Chubb, like, like Todd Haley's on the phone of them and was like, hey, you know, I like guys who can take it to the house from anywhere. And we saw that with Chubb last week, so. That's exactly what Chubb can do. Yeah, dude. And, like, I was so happy that, like, he had those two runs because the first one, like, showed his actual speed that he does have and people thought he didn't have. Because I, I think I sent you the thing. It was like, he, that was like, that was the second fastest, like, running back time on the year as far as, like, miles per hour that they measure. The cool thing was that he showed it all. He had the mm-hmm. jukes. He had the speed. Like, I think a lot of people didn't expect him to have the speed that he did, but he fucking was flying out there. Yeah, he broke so many tackles <laughs> on that second run, too. Yeah, and he's durable. Oh, my God. Yeah, he leads the league by a lot. I mean, even before that game he did, but, like, now, especially, like, in, like, yards created and shit like that and, like, broken tackles per run and stuff. It's just, yeah. He's very good. Chubb for Chubb. So, like, if he's out there still somehow, go get him now. (laughs) Especially if you've got keepers. Yeah. You can keep him for, like, a 10th rounder when he's going to be a fucking, like, couple, you know, early round pick next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, because highest contract, like, it was, like, a couple. I think it was more than, like, one year, but, like, it's it was basically a one-year deal as far as, like, you know. It's a three-year deal, but I think they Hyde get gets hurt. Hyde has an injury history. Yeah. And, like, even though, like, you can't, like, necessarily, like, predict injuries, like, if, like, if he does get hurt, he's not getting his job back. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I, I I said this like a lot, and that's part of why I'm like, if if he goes down, it's Chubb's job. But like, yeah. So after this year, um, he's pretty cuttable. Kite is so, yeah. I like what he's been doing this year, though. I'm glad yeah, that he's, he's doing good. well. Yeah, like he's a good running back. It's just Nick Chubb is better. Like, like if Hyde were in Indy, he's like, younger. Yeah, like if Hyde were in Indy, he'd be great there. And like, there's a lot of places that he would be very useful. But like, Nick Chubb is better. So the Colts would do better with basically anybody at running yeah. back. <laughs> That's yeah. why I wish Le'Veon Bell would go there, but it sounds like he's coming back to the Steelers. Yeah, maybe. I guess we can jump to that now. That was since we mentioned it, but like he's supposedly going to come back during the week seven by, or he may get traded. I don't know. I actually just traded him away in a league where I was had, I have having a rough start, but I um, think it was a smart move. I'm not like, I don't want Bell this year personally yeah. so i started 0-4 it's embarrassing yeah um i'm in a lot of leagues it happens in one league yeah this was this was the league where i got like all the players that didn't have anywhere else excuse me because it was like it wasn't for money and like i'm like oh, i can fucking wing this and I, it started poorly obviously um what is it i had like i told you before i started recording i got fournette and baldwin and gordon with some like my three of my first five picks so like that's a rough time anyway but that was like me in my league last year. I was in a work league with just a couple colleagues and I ended up with like Gurley and I had Watson Rogers. Both of them got hurt. And then I ended up with Bortles as my QB, but I had like Gurley and Travis Kelsey and Julio Jones. Like my team was just stupid. Yeah. Injuries are out of bother and like they happen. And like some years, like you will have a team that just gets like ravaged. So, it happens. Like if it's yeah. just a seasonal league, you have to keep clawing because, like, you, like, even if you start one and three, zero and four, like, there's still you a can chance. still make it. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. 
But um, yeah, so back on the receivers, Falcons receivers were all pretty good this week. <laughs> um, Basically all of them, I think. Yeah, Julio was good, Ridley was good, and even Zanu was pretty solid too. So oh, He was great. Because so, he had like a very good amount of yardage. He got 14.1 and a half PPR, which is good for what you want from Sanu. Really had 19.5. Julio had 21.8. Like they were all good, and you kind of this is that's gonna like be almost the norm, <laughs> just because their defense is so trash. Yeah, and they have a good offense. Yeah, like Sarkeesian's figured it out. I'm glad to say. Yeah, Ridley's helped them a lot in the red zone. So much, man. So much. Oh my god. It's... They stopped targeting Julio, which is good because everybody knew they were going to Julio and yeah. it just wasn't working. Rid- Ridley is uh, Matt Ryan's Roddy White. So mm. uh, eventually some of those will move to Julio, I think. <laughs> this week, man, Steelers count it. Julio gets his touchdown. Yeah, this is gonna. This is Julio week. I think a lot of people are feeling that vibe. It's Julio week. It's probably AB week too. But um, Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> um, on to some tight ends. Jared Cook had another good game, which is surprising because usually, <laughs> I, I guess those are his two good games for the season. I don't know. He flubs out I afterward. Mean, because you got to keep playing him. Isn't he the number one tight end in fantasy right now? Yes, he is. <laughs> That's funny shit. I expect Kelsey to take that over pretty soon. Yeah, because he's had, he has had two very big games. And, like, you're probably still playing him just because, like, even his bad games, he's still getting you, like, five or six points, which as a tight end, that's fine. But, like, he can actually get you a big game because he, he's getting targets and John Gruden's using him. Uh, using exactly. Him. Like, he's part of that Gruden offense. <laughs> he's a grinder. He's a real grinder. Is, is, he, is what, he a high man. motor guy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell um, you man. what, man. You got to. You ever build a mansion, man? You don't start with just your house, man. You start with the foundation. How many how many targets do you think Cook has on the year? What's he at now? Out of curiosity, he is at thirty five targets. I mean, do you think he hits one hundred twenty? I mean, that's his projection, right? Yeah, it'd be a little over even. Yeah, does he get a hundred? I I mean, he'll get a hundred. So I like, think he'll get a hundred and ten targets. A tight end getting a hundred targets is a tight end you're playing pretty much every week at this rate. Yeah, right? yeah. So um, Nelson stepped up too, and it didn't really affect him. Yeah. Um, I think you're playing Kittle most weeks, too, at this point. I mean, he, he had that big play to Bowie this week, but, like, that's part of Kittle is he has that big play ability. And Bethard looked his way a ton. So, like, even if you're just getting 10 points from him, like, you have that potential for more. And, like, like I said, in the tight end landscape right now, that is solid. If C.J. Bethard is going to throw a touchdown, the guy I expect to catch it 90% of the time is Kittle. Well, he's like their only red zone weapon, and like this is what we talked about Correct. before the season too. Was like they don't have many red zone weapons except from like him or Pettis really, and Pettis is hurt again. So he's still a rookie. Yeah, that's also true too. Yeah, Pettis. I think he's out a few weeks, probably the knee thing. So it's a bummer. I like him. Um, Baby, come back. And then um, yeah, Kelsey and Ertz. Obviously, you're playing him every week. That's like there's there's so valuable to have right now. Like you, yeah. <laughs> And they're just like I just want to talk. I just wanted to mention how great it was to have them. <laughs> I took Ertz in a lot of leagues as like a safe floor tight end because I knew even if he didn't get all the touchdowns like he did last year, he would still get the targets and the receptions. Yeah, PPR was, Ertz is a, just the goat. Yeah, I was kind of Gronk or bust this year for the most part, and like Kittle was a like, Kittle and Cook, like especially Kittle was the guy I was targeting, but. Gronk's had a counter rough start after game one, but it's it'll 
it'll go up. Yeah, Gronk is going to have a monster game tomorrow. 25 points. 25.7. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel on that. I mean, no one's going to be surprised if he does. So It's his bounce-back bounce Gronk game. It's the Colts. <laughs> it's personal this time. <laughs> the Colts played at tight end. They played some good tight ends. I mean, they got lit up by Philly. So and on the in the tight end department, so yeah. Whenever I see like style, a team, so. right? Exactly. When I see a team that doesn't do well against a tight end, like like Ertz or Gronk or Kelsey, one of the classic move tight ends, or like guys that, who are just giant receivers who can sort of block. Exactly. That tells me that they're not actually great at defending the tight end especially when it's a star like person that's involved in the system maybe they're good at stopping ricky seals jones or something but you know what i mean hey what's wrong with, what's wrong with <laughs> rsj <laughs> he might have a good week actually gosh <laughs> but um yeah those those tight ends are great but um let's talk about some tight ends who actually well i guess if we want to talk about tight ends who did poorly that's most of the tight ends kind of moving into the the mash of the banker mash portion um <laughs> A little bit of mesh. Only so in half PPR, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There were ten guys, I think, if I got that right, who got double digit points. Yep. Yeah, so I have eleven with Antonio. Oh no, Gates got nine point seven in this one. So it's yeah, ten. Yeah, exactly. that's half PPR again. Um, but most of our stuff is half PPR that we look at. Just because I don't know. It's it's becoming a way more common system and I think half PPR is pretty good. Yeah, and that's most systems like your online stuff, and it's a good medium, like middle ground for everything. Yeah, I think eventually it'll start to move to half point for running back and then full for receiver, and possibly even 0.5 for tight end, but at least just a half for running backs and full for a receiver and tight end, because full PBR for running backs is kind of dumb nowadays. Yeah. Because, like, it was, it was made a while, like, a while back to, like, help bring receivers up, but now that, like, we have James White and Theoretic, like, <laughs> Yeah. Right, it's changing. The game is changing a lot. Yeah, the degree of difficulty on the running back catches is way lower. So, Sackert's had 10 receptions. Mm. Yeah, but like, I mean, okay, if a tight end gets you, what, 8 points? That's fine, right? That's what you're you're shooting for, 8 points at a frame of tight end now? Like, is that how is that where we're at? Yeah, at least 8. Kyle Rudolph got 8. That's kind of like where we're at here. Like Jimmy Graham got 9.6. I mean, Gronk had a bad week. Vance was like barely passable. But, like, I don't know. Even if you only get six points from a tight end, like... <laughs> it's I not mean, the worst thing. Unless your opponent got a tight end who had 27 points, like Jared Cook. Yeah, so Cook, Kittle, Kelsey, Gertz, Burton, like, those five guys are good this week. But, like, if you played someone who didn't have one of them, it doesn't really, didn't really matter who had a tight end because everyone else was kind of meh. So, <laughs> but yeah. So, tight ends are bad. Um you know who had 10 targets last week was Eric Ebron. Mm. 10, dude. He's Remember? playing the. Okay, uh, Doyle's Patriots. injured, so we can't really like talk a bunch about it. But like, even when Doyle was fine, Ebron is still doing well. I think he's a better tight end. Oh, and yeah, he's, he's better than Doyle. That was never a fucking he question. He has the higher potential. He's just like, I don't know if he just needs to get kicked in the ass a little bit or what. Yeah, Doyle's a better blocker, I guess, probably. Even most on, likely yeah, <laughs> yeah by, by kind of by default but like <laughs> i mean there was no question he brought us more talent and that was kind of our thing so i don't know maybe when doyle comes back and is healthy more goes to him as he gets more targets but 
I mean, I think they'll use both of them in different ways. Like Doyle will be more of the long shot guy, like your 20, 30 yard pass. Ebron will be maybe some shorter yardage. See, red I, would, zone I guy. would flip it personally. Like, I mean, Ebron's probably more red zone, but I would flip it. Like, I would, I would think Doyle would be like the quote unquote like safety valve guy. But, okay. Because Ebron's way more athletic. But. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, but regardless of how it's happened, Ebron is tied in five, uh, fourth away through the season. So. <laughs> There's only so much shit you can say against him, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so some quarterback duds. We had Wilson and Breeze. I mean, you're, you're not playing Wilson much yet. Like, I mean, he's at, he's at streamer level at this point. Like, it's tough to say drop him because he's Russell Wilson. But, like, I mean, after this week, if he's bad again, then I think you can drop him. Yeah, I mean, you know he can get, like, 30 points one game. It's just... Their team is so bad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know, maybe next week against Oakland that'd be fine, too. But, like, it's tough. Like, I don't, I'm not playing him. Like, I'm playing Dalton over him. I played Dalton over him last week. I'm playing Dalton over him again this week. Like, He had less points than Sam Darnold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Darnold is, like, not good right now. Yeah. But, like, okay. If I were to say I can pick up Nick Chubb and have to drop Russell Wilson, I would do that. I might be biased, but like, I mean, okay, like, <laughs> let's be more realistic. Like, okay, if you can who, pick up, like, Na- it depends on who your quarterback if, is. If you can pick up Naheem Hines and drop Russell Wilson, say like, okay, say like you're like me and you grabbed um, Dalton last week to play over Wilson, and you did, and it worked. <laughs> like, if I would play Dalton again this week and drop Wilson to pick up Hines. Interesting. Like, I guess my like my anxiety about the quarterback position, I would want to have Dalton and Wilson just as like a cool thing. Like, all right, who's going to blow up this week kind of thing, you know, because yeah, prob- it could be either of them. I mean, Wilson's best. OK, let me pull it up here. Wilson's best week was like, I think it was what? week one. Yeah, week one. And I don't know what score. I think this might be five points for touchdown, but like it was like 23 points. And then it's been like 17, 17 rounding and then nine like Dalton's. Dalton's been 18 and a half, 31, 16, 28. Like, it's been better pretty much. Like, especially just, at home and against the Falcons. Like, yeah. Dalton had a great week at home against Baltimore on Thursday. And it was great against the Falcons last week. Like, I don't think Miami and Cincy, like, poses any threat. Same with Pittsburgh and then in Kansas City, then home against Tampa. Like, oof. Dalton's got a great schedule up until his bye. And then he gets New Orleans after. Like, and that's why I'm okay with, like, okay, as much as I, I, w- I will and have shit on Dalton. And we'll continue to do. Like, <laughs> we saw it in a previous year where he can be capable when he's put in a good situation. And that's kind of what's going on now. Yeah, I mean, the NFL's just going so much towards passing. He had 41 passes. That's a, that's a lot for yeah, Dalton. And the he defense doesn't usually is, throw that many. Yeah, the defense has been struggling, too. And Burfecht's coming back, I think, right? So that yep. may lower. I mean, but still, like. It's it's hard to see yourself getting much less than twenty if yeah I mean, and now Mixon's back and Dalton likes Mixon. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I guess it's tough with Wilson just because he's good, but this the Seahawks are bad is the problem. They're like, bad. The Seahawks are very bad. So at least and, Doug Baldwin is back soon, right? He was back last week, so was he? <laughs> Shit, I mean, probably he was. not like fully, but like still. I mean, okay, they didn't do, like, anything against Arizona, but they'll, they'll need to throw against the Rams and against probably against Oakland, too. So, like, this this week will be telling 
on how his future is, but like, I mean, he, he's the QB twenty. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's that's dumb, but it's true. Because <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. In the off season, people were saying Russell Wilson's an elite quarterback, and I kind of believe that maybe he's good, he is. But... He's great, but God, that team's bad. He's averaging point seven more points than Ryan Tannehill right now. Oh God! If that like yeah, all of a sudden anti-gasm. <laughs> <laughs> my balls went back up into my body. I was gonna say um, no one here like you retract back into yourself because everything is horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Breeze, yeah. Breeze had a rough week. Um, I mean, sometimes road breeze outdoors is not super great. I mean, that happens. Um, especially when it's back-to-back road weeks. Yeah, was that what, was that what the case was? Because I was mm-hmm. kind of off of him in DFS just because of part of that. I was too. That's one reason I was like, hey, you know, the Giants might have a chance in this, which was my own damn fault. That was a stupid they had assumption. They a chance to but... start, but I mean, yeah. next week against Washington at, in the Superdome, I'm playing Breeze. So it, there'll be yes. some down weeks. That happens with everyone. Um, other duds, uh, Dalvin Cook, rough week. I mean, they didn't get to get, didn't get to run much against uh, the Rams. Um, also, just watch his injury, but I mean, he's kind of he's high rb2 at this point and that's kind of where i'm at with it as long as he's healthy um, man he's been a disappointment this year i did not have him in a single league though yeah which is nice and speaking of guy yeah. i had nowhere kenny and drake has just <laughs> so maybe since they got dilly whopped last week by the uh, patriots maybe they'll like give him the ball more again i don't know and last week i'll kind of take out too but like the thing is like you think like oh if they're getting Whapped like maybe Kenny and Drake will get a lot of passes, but now they said that's have... like your one consolation. Like, but they garbage didn't last time. week was the problem. Like, he's not having a good year. And like, I mean, wait, his week two was passable, but that's about it. And I, I don't, I don't know if it's gonna change. Like, okay, obviously, like the three and zero Dolphins were a mirage. Like, I don't think anyone's yeah, convinced otherwise. But like. And like uh, the the waxing by New England was kind of anticipated by most, and including us. You're welcome. To, um, hey, you're welcome. And then I don't know. I don't. It. I. I don't think you can start Drake until you see him get used more. Is he even doing better than Gore? I guess he is a little bit. Um. Let's Frank see. Gore did better than last week. I'm gonna search up Miami running backs. So it's supposed to be that one-two punch, you know? So Kenyon Drake has, so this half PBR, 27.2 points on the season. Gore has 24.9. So, like, oh, come on. That's like point per game difference, yeah. You know? That's silly. Um, that is silly. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a rough situation. I'm I'm keeping him on my bench for now. Um, and then James Connors kind of has decreased since that wild week one. Um I was trying so hard to trade him last week, and I could not get a deal for him. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's great, but I think we mentioned, like, if you could sell high on Connor, do it. I feel like that was something we said earlier on. Yup. No, we definitely did. Yeah. Now, okay, against Atlanta, I can see him, like, putting up a good stat line because of receptions, because, you know, that's an Atlanta thing to let happen. But he might fall in the end zone. Yeah, there's kind of, okay. It's gonna be high scoring, so like I could see like a James Conner bounce back this week, and then sell him. <laughs> it's tough now though, because everyone knows Lev's coming back. Well, not everybody, you know, not everybody. Sell him to the Lev owner? I don't know. I mean, yeah. The problem with that is you either sell him to the Lev owner or you hope Lev gets traded. 
or find someone who needs like or find someone with like maybe the Fournette owner would take it like as like mm-hmm. a, a, some like two weeks till Fournette's back or something kind of thing. That's what I think of. I don't know if that makes sense, right? I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then last week we got, we got some receiver duds. We've kind of been on such and duds for a while, but sometimes that happens and I think it's good to spend time on these just so we know how to like interpret what's going on with all of this. Um, but one Demarius Thomas has been really disappointing, man. But it's I mean, been a bummer. Case Keenum, that wide open shot to Demarius. Yeah. Oh my! They were clearly not on the same page no, about yeah. his speed. And he did everything right. Demarius Thomas played that route he almost got, perfectly. He got very open, and Case missed him. Like, was there some fault on Thomas? Maybe, but like, Case missed him very badly. Yeah, I'm putting that like ninety percent blame on Case. Yeah. And like it's it's bad. It's like okay, let me look at his targets. I, I know I'm gonna keep doing this, wank myself off with target info. But <laughs> let's see, um, on the year, as compared to Emmanuel Sanders. So Thomas has 33 targets on the year. It's gone 10, 11, 5, 7. But the, okay, the catch percentage bet has been rough. He has 20 receptions on 33 targets, which isn't like awful, but. It's not ideal. <laughs> it's gotten better since the first two weeks. He was at like half the first two weeks, pretty much. That's awful. But uh, it's gotten, I mean, I don't know, better in the catch percentage department. But, um, I mean, Sanders is, I'm actually, they're okay, wow. yeah, like Sanders actually has fewer targets, but uh, more receptions. <laughs> 33 targets versus um, 31 targets, but 24 receptions versus, like, I think it says a 20. But, um, I mean. What does that tell you? Yeah. I mean, and also Sanders gotten those like couple rushes, which is hilarious. But um, <laughs> I mean, okay, cl- clear. It's very clear that Keenum is way on track with Emmanuel Sanders comparatively. Like, I mean, sometimes quarterbacks just click with a certain receiver, you know. Yeah, it was like I mean that's how Keenum was with like Thielen, and that, yeah, that was kind of projected onto Sanders, and it's kind of been accurate. So yeah, the the yardage difference is crazy though. Sanders has one. Sorry. Sa- Thomas has 168 and Sanders has 314. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's what's weird. Like usually it's like it's not flipped, but like usually Thomas has like more yards. But it's a great receiver. It's just not yeah, working. He's I don't know. Like he's like there are times when he looks like he's slowing down a tad, but like last week, like that was that was like case isn't that good. Put in swag Kelly. Yeah, I'm gonna be chanting for Chad Kelly to come in. I'm just gonna yell swag every Broncos game, and this could be. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, another another Thomas. Michael Thomas had a down week, but I mean, this is this is just letting you know that you don't bench him. Yes. Um, do not bench Michael Thomas. He can always do well. Yeah. Um. Now Doug Baldwin's a tough spot, obviously. Um, because the Seahawks are bad. And I'm gonna keep saying that the Seahawks are bad. <laughs> and they want to run a bunch. Like, they're not going to, like, throw a shitload of balls. Shitload of balls is actually, you know. <laughs> I, was go, I was going to go a lot of places with that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't want to play Baldwin against Arizona. Or, sorry, not, I don't want to play Baldwin against the Rams this week. That doesn't, that doesn't sound appetizing. It's Well, I mean, it's at home. He could get the long one. Like, he, oh, like that's what Baldwin can the do. Long one. He can always just snag that long one with a crazy catch. Yeah, like he, he's the only red zone option pretty much. Yeah, he's the only one. Man. Marshall, but 
<laughs> yeah, I knew that was going. But I mean, I'm not I'm not playing him this week. Yeah, no, I he's he's so risky. He's like your I need to win and I have no shot of winning. So I'm putting in Baldwin on the off chance he gets 20 points. Yeah, all right. So I'm pulling this up. Um, they ran Seahawks. Okay, they ran 66 plays last week, which isn't terrible. No. But okay, Russell Wilson. Let me do this math real quick. Or actually, this should give me it right now. He's attempted. Um, he's averaging about 30 attempts. He's pretty much averaging 30 attempts a game, which is kind of low. Not bad. Well, I mean, 30. I feel like 30 attempts a game is low. I don't know. I'm going to look this up. I mean, in the context of 2018 NFL, 30 is kind of low. Was, I was just saying Dalton got 41 last week. That was a high-scoring um, game. Let's see. Where is he on this list of people that are quarterbacks in the NFL? He's 22nd in uh, attempts. 22nd? Yeah. Bottom tier. <laughs> like as the lower, lower half, at least, you know. That's the rough part, and like, okay, the like Fitzpatrick has more than him, obviously, but like, and like he barely played last week, but it's 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 bad. Like, I mean, it's when you're not throwing the ball much, like there, and there's not as many opportunities. Like, it's it's tough. I mean, yeah. So are we saying you should drop Russell Wilson? Oh yeah, I forgot we talked about Doug Baldwin. Russell Wilson is droppable if you have to or feel compelled to like i won't if i can hold him for a week or two like i don't i hate holding two quarterbacks i hate it i would just to like see but i'm not like holding my breath on it just because quarterback has been so bonkers this year that like even if i do drop wilson like i don't know like okay i had him in this league because he dropped like the ninth round or some shit like that's i took him so like okay that's not bad but like he's been rough and so like he kind of like he lost me some weeks, and I finally stopped playing him, and it helped. But um, I mean, like, because you can get Dalton or Bortles or whoever off the waivers and be like pretty okay about it, and and you don't have to like feel like you're stuck with a guy who has, excuse me, kept underperforming. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah that's where we're at, unfortunately. But um, speaking of underperforming, Chris Hogan was a dud again. Um. <laughs> Again, and it's not going to get better with Edelman and Josh Gordon like coming into form. It's okay. I that's what I was going to ask about. Now, I could see Edelman coming back helping him because you won't have to play. Okay, like playing in the slot is usually ideal, but like Chris Hogan's not good in the slot. He's way better outside, and that's what we saw him do last year. And so, obviously, Josh Gordon's going to get a lot of outside targets, and Gronk gets a lot of targets, but. I feel like it'll things will be more opened up for Hogan in the just the whole offense in general with like Gordon up to speed and healthy and Edelman back. Hmm. So like while he, while he might still have that like rough floor, like as I think he'll have more of a ceiling and the pro like I would I would wait and try to sell high on him at a certain point if he has a good game, be like, Oh, the Patriots are clicking. But That's not a bad idea, actually. That's how I feel on it. Like when I don't trust a player, like and I think they could have some good weeks, but I, I'm never sure when I wait for that good week and sell. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so, I could see it. I like I actually could see it. Because mm-hmm. someone's like, oh, a Patriots receiver, like, yeah, like someone will bite on that. Um, 
Maybe well, it's I, this week. Maybe it's against <laughs> the Colts. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know how much like work he'll get this first week back on a short, well, short quote unquote week, but. Yeah, and then last would be Mike Williams. Um, this one's a tough one for me, um, just because he had been doing really well, and this last week kind of just went went awry in general. Um, I know he's still he's been getting around seventy percent of the snaps, so that's pretty good. He's definitely still an involved part of the offense. He just wasn't part of the game plan. Yeah, he got he only got like three targets last week. Yeah, I do like him this week though. A lot a lot of his uh targets were like really deep balls that just didn't connect like he was getting like 20 yard passes uh-huh and i think travis benjamin will be out this week i'm pretty sure which will help him because like he won't have any of those targets or um snaps taken away from him um like i'm i'm fa- i don't know exactly for sure but i'm fairly certain that travis benjamin's out for a bit um, i think you're right five Aggra- yeah. oh, he aggravated his foot injury, so yeah. Um, I'd play Michael Williams this week as a flex. I actually am in the same boat, and I think I have him in my uh, streams later on in the section. Yeah. Well, okay, there the, the the total for this game is really high because it's a fifty-three point over/under, and they're favored by five. So if we do that math, what we do is we take fifty-three and a half, we divide <laughs> that by two, and then we add half of the spread. So that's going to be plus two point five. They've got a 29.25 implied total right now. And, like, okay, obviously Vegas is sometimes wrong, but, like, they're usually pretty mm-hmm. close. And so, like, the implied totals, which is, like, basically, by implied total, I mean, like, how much they are projected to score based on, like, the over-under the spread. So, like, what I said was, like, you take the over-under, divide it by two, and then um, you, you add half the spread to get the favorite team implied total and then subtract half the spread to get the uh, underdog implied total and so like, that's how you get like these like pr- point predictions that are really high so like that's why like the i mean even the falcons even though they're underdogs they're still like gonna get a lot of points probably because the game's gonna go wild and so like that's kind of a way to look at okay what you know like third piece in an offense is gonna have a good week let's look at these totals and try to maybe get an idea mm-hmm that's just, hmm. just some strategy talk once we around Michael Williams as well. But I mean, if so if they're getting twenty nine points, you say one of those is going to Melvin Gordon, one maybe goes to Keenan Allen. I mean that's I mean that's it's four touchdowns. So Yeah. I mean there's probably one for Mike Williams in there. And even then they have to get some yards to get some points, so My man. But um okay, And Caleb let's... Sturgis sucks, so we know it's just gonna be the <laughs> offense. Yeah, Sturgis. <laughs> He's actually not a bad kicker. It's, it's just, just that he plays for the Chargers. <laughs> the cursed. Um, I mean, okay. We're, I mean, I think we had a discussion already. Like Mike Williams, we have him around like where? Like he's like the twenty. Oh no, I think I mean, we like, said like, like around in our, in our thoughts. Like, like I guess kind of yeah. like the low two, high three kind of thing. And that's where I'd probably see him as this week. Um, on this season, he's actually outscoring Marvin Jones, which is hilarious, and Keenan Allen, which is even weirder. That is weird. Obviously, I'd rather have Keenan Allen, but, like, yeah. Keenan Allen doesn't, like, turn his brain on until week 10. <laughs> they get then up. he balls out the rest six games of the year. Oakland's probably get right game, I imagine. It'll be high scoring. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, yeah, those were a long section of uh, our bangers and mash here. Um, now, let's talk about some news. And I think we have um, another guest on the show. Isn't that right? Um, 
he might be taking a second to, you know, make sure his, his voice is prepped. You know, you don't want to you know, sound a little raspy. But um, who, who's our guest for this section? <laughs> so, yeah, there's, uh, there's, uh, uh, there's this uh, crazy uh, play on the other game where uh, we had a couple injuries on the field. And uh, Andy Reid, he, uh, he was telling me just to go sling it on out there. And so I went off and uh, I chucked the ball out there. And Tyreek Hill, he just he brought it down. You know, that's all you can hope for. Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Coach Reed just kind of told me to go out there and, uh, sling it. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my, t- but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, my teammates, uh, they keep me grounded, you know, uh, they don't let me get a big head because, uh, <laughs> my, uh, they, they make fun of my voice. <laughs> and Coach Reed actually, uh, he does it the best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just told me to go out there and sling it. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know what we're doing, by the way, you probably do. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has been <laughs> absolutely sens- sensational this year. But goddamn, his voice is just comedy. It's like comedy gold. It's, oh my it's goodness. The, it's the Kawhi laugh. <laughs> it's like Kermit the Frog and Lumpy Space Princess had a child with a country boy from oklahoma yeah i'd say yeah that's about it it's just like a weird <laughs> combination and so like what i would do is i would get like a country oh. voice and make it a little higher then get some rasp and close my throat a bit it was like a whole process but, but if i watched the like the video where he's like at the conference he's like but uh but yeah but yeah and like that's how i get into it now <laughs> it's so oh my god just if you haven't yet go look it up on the youtube or something like or that Twitter or something right <laughs> um but uh yeah my man um I, I didn't i forgot to write it down but um but yeah coach coach reed told me that my boy uh uh sammy is a little is hurt right now and his hamstrings uh ailing a bit i don't know if he's gonna be in this league but uh you know those those hamstrings they can they can linger so uh you gotta watch him um i don't know i I know I'm not supposed to talk about you know my my teammates to the <laughs> to the press, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna play. <clears throat> Be a fair assumption there, Patrick. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out there and sling it anyway. <laughs> oh man, but um, yeah, Watkins, like watch one. him. Um, I mean, maybe sneaky Chris Conley play, but um, it is the Jags so that is a part that we have to watch out for. It is the Jags. Uh, speaking dun, dun, of the dun, dun. speaking of the Jags, uh, Rip Fournette, um, he's just got so much damn hamstring that it always gets hurt. He's got too much hamstring, man. Like it's there's so much to strain, and like this the sucky part was like you felt safe playing him because last year they held him out for two weeks in a row and like he was fine after that. And you're like, okay, like they'll be careful with him, and then like you assume they're gonna be careful with him, and he they gave him like ten carries, like after like twenty minutes of the game clock time and they yeah. just use Yeldon the rest of the way yeah so which Yeldon honestly like he's probably I assume he's like an RB2 while Fournette's out right I mean yeah for sure at least yeah you're playing him most weeks if you've got him like I'm definitely playing him this week because the Chiefs are super duper bad like, on, on defense. defense yeah right especially against running backs they're the worst against running backs so far this season and I think they allow I think I wrote it down in here um, they allow uh, 12 yards per uh, reception to uh, running backs. Good Lord. Yeah. 12 yards per reception. That is over a first down. 
Yeah, they, they, they can't tackle. They don't know how to tackle. They forgot. <laughs> Come on, Reed. I mean, their defense is just missing so many parts, and and it's not just Eric Berry. Their off season was crushing in terms of their roster. Yeah, and it's it's showing. Yeah, they they have allowed the most receiving yards to running backs this year. Um, they're I think they're what third? Not maybe okay. They're like they're still like bottom like five or ten in yards rushing allowed. Um, Lions are the bottom by far. Really? Holy I did not fun. know yeah. that. Lions have allowed 631 rushing yards, and Cardinals are second at 520. I knew it was even. I knew it was bad even before Zeke, but that's that's really bad. Yeah, and like, <laughs> obviously, like, these aren't averages, but still, it's only four weeks in, only two teams have had buys. But, um, yeah, it's real rough. Um, I guess Aaron Jones would be, huh? Yes, but, um, sir. Yeah, um, T.Y. Hilton's out this week. I think I'll be back next week, but um, that's a bummer. Um, I guess more Ebron, more Hines. Not Doyle's out again and Max out again, so poor Colts. But, um, yeah, Hines and Ebron, and then maybe pick a receiver. I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot at the other receivers. I like Chester Rogers, personally. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go Grant, maybe. I don't know. Honestly, I'm I like, think you have to do Grant or Rogers, if, personally. Not, not Pascal? Maybe... <laughs> I mean, he might. He was pretty solid in college. I think he went to a smaller college, but like his college. Is he a rookie? I think so. I, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> something I need to look up. Let me see. Pascal or Pascal, one of the two. Um, let's see career stats. I, this is his first year, but um, I mean, he got ten targets last week. That's not a joke. That's not, man. Uh, I'm trying to pick him up in one league. <laughs> I mean, he's like a deep stash, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would prefer not to play any of those receivers, but right. If you can avoid playing any of the Colts receivers, please do. But if you are desperate and dying and need help, I don't know who's your Colt pickup. If you had to pick uh, one, I guess Grant. I'll put mine in for Rogers. I'll say Chester Rogers is mine. But like, I don't feel confident in any of them. It's like correct. It's right. like a thirty-three, thirty-three, thirty-four type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so in that same game last week, Fuller got hurt. I think it's his hammy again, I assume. Um, I feel like he won't play this week. There's a chance he might, but eh, I, they should hold him out, probably. I mean, what do you... I mean, okay, Fuller? He, yeah, Fuller. I feel like they should hold him out. If he is out, Kiki Cutie's super playable. I like him, but... Um, <laughs> you know who else is out is uh, Bruce Ellington. Yes, so, so if Kiki Ellington Cuties. and Fuller are out, Cutie... Kiki Cutie is number two guy there. So. And uh, Dallas is Dallas actually like as much as I shit on them for their offense being dreadful, their defense is fairly good. Um, but Sean Lee is out. <laughs> but <laughs> skip, 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 skip. <laughs> um, I just really popped that with that P there. Skip. So yeah, go with uh, Kiki. Kiki. Mm. Yes, I love him. Um, sorry, we've so. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I love Kiki, but does Kiki love me? One day. One day. Uh, Kyle, we're just like I'm like referencing a Drake song, but like we're kind of just kind of ignoring that. 
Um, a lot of like times, how other rappers ignore Drake. Oh, <laughs> they, actually, they don't ignore him. They all have yet. to diss him. <laughs> have you noticed that every rapper has to diss Drake? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a thing. I've heard like Drake's super nice though. Like everyone who like actually like talks to him and knows him is like says he's like very nice when you meet him and stuff. I'm sure he is. I don't feel like Drake would be an asshole. I feel like he'd be very zen. Uh, he, yeah, he seems pretty nice. Like, he'd be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Like, he'd just be chill. But, like, a couple other rappers, you know. Yeah. I feel like he's probably a relatively sincere person. I don't know. Exactly. I get that from him. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, enough uh, Drake analysis. We already talked about a much worse Drake earlier. (laughs) Hey! Hey. That's Kenyon for you. And then somewhere in between is Drake Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Right right in between Kenyon Drake and Drake. (laughs) Drake. I just realized as I said Drake's name that I didn't actually know what his full name was. Isn't it like Aubrey like Graham or something? That's right? not real. Yeah, is that real? His name's Aubrey Graham, I'm pretty sure. Wheelchair Jimmy as well. I would go by Drake too. <laughs> I, think, I think Drake's his middle name maybe? Yeah, Audrey Drake Graham. Wow. Yeah, or Wheelchair Jimmy. Or wheelchair Jimmy. I'm sure <laughs> he loves that one. I googled it. It says born blah 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 full name children one. <laughs> the uh, the one that fucking Pusha T dissed. <laughs> oh right. The one child that Pusha T just <laughs> wrecked him for. Ah, uh, that was a great diss track. Anyway, um, speaking of diss, uh, Will Disley is. <laughs> that was what, what a transition. It's Dis- degrading at the knee. <laughs> yeah, Taurus patella tendon. Oh. That's a bummer. Um, that hurts to hear. Yeah, that's rough. Um, I don't think you can start any Seattle tight end though. So. Or possibly him again. Wasn't that the Zach Miller injury? Zach Miller's like leg just split in half. Was, well, yes. I, I mean, it might have included a patella tendon tear. A lot of things tore, I imagine. <laughs> Most of everything involved yeah. underneath his epidermis. I mean, like there was like a chance of him losing his leg, so I assume a lot of stuff got torn. But um. Yeah, patellar tendon tendon injuries are really fucked up because yeah. you got to reconstitute your whole knee because that thing's that holds it all together. Yeah, like mine's not like my, my I've, I've had some issues with mine and my right knee and like it's it's like it's like an ongoing thing pretty much. It doesn't like ever like fully get better. I mean, maybe like, unless they can like replace it, but <laughs> I, I don't know that. I, just, I don't I, I don't know if that's a thing or not. Can they replace that? That's I don't think so. Google, can you get a new patellar tendon? Yes. Would you like for me to order you one on Amazon? I mean, obviously they can like do surgery and like shit to like reattach it, but like, I don't know how like good that is. I don't know how good that technology. I mean, it's probably good, but I don't know how like. I don't think it's as good as the ACL repair one. Yeah, ACL repairs have gotten pretty dope. (laughs) They have to. Um, the Achilles, they, the Achilles needs to catch up, but, um, anyway, so yeah, this leaves hurt. He's out all season. Eifert's probably, his career's probably done. Unfortunately, that was a gruesome injury too. That um, was rough. Howard's out two to four weeks. Obviously they have their bye. I imagine there'll be another game or two after that. But I mean, Cameron Brace definitely is for sure playable while Howard's out. Cause Winston's also back. Winston likes Brate a lot. And that's yeah. with Howard out. Brate is the number one tight end on that team for uh-huh. sure. And then uh, Gronk. Oh, yeah, sorry. Gronk is um, questionable right now. I think he'll play tomorrow, but just watch it. Um, If he doesn't, 
Would you consider Jacob Hollister in any capacity? No. Same. <laughs> um, Rip Earl Thomas. That's a bummer. That's why he was holding out. Flipping him off. Rip. That was gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. Flipping off the Seattle sideline. I wish I could do that. <laughs> Same. With me flipping off the Seattle sideline. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> oh, I hope gosh. he gets paid, man. Earl Thomas is really fucking good. Uh, it was apparently a clean break, so we'll, we'll see. That's what I've heard. So hopefully, nice compound well. fracture. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that's rough. And then, um, lastly, Chris Carson was a surprise inactive. Um, I don't think he practiced today, so watch that. If he's out, I guess Mike Davis is maybe playable again. But it's also yeah. a Ram, so maybe not. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Rashad Penny is not panning out how they hope to. Yeah, bro. what the fuck were they doing drafting him in the first round? They're going to play Mike <sighs> Flippin' Davis over him. Seriously. Good Lord. You'd think, I mean, the assumption would be, oh, it's not like a Hyde to Chubb thing. Like, if Hyde goes down, you are starting Chubb. Instantly, if, yeah. If Chris Carson goes down, you're starting Mike Davis? This is your number one pick, Rashad Penny? I am, like, not touching any Seattle players this week against the Rams. Like, there, I mean, there's a chance Russell Wilson has an okay game, and that's about all I could see. Maybe, like... Yeah, because it's at home, and, like... They're gonna, they're gonna have to start throwing eventually. Right, they'll be down by so much. Like, they can't just say, oh, we're gonna run the clock out. Like, no, it doesn't work with when you have Aaron Donald and Adamic and Sue on the opposing D-line. Like, that's just <sighs> not gonna work. It just doesn't work, man. And that offensive line of the Seahawks. There's going to be a lot of God. longs. You're like, they might get 10 sacks, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I am I am super playing the Rams D this week. I don't know if we talked about, oh, I know we didn't run any kickers and defense in. Oh, no, we can kind of win that <laughs> one. But um, Yeah, we do any week. Fuck it. Yeah, the, the defense the defense streaming is starting to kind of get a little easier. But, um, yeah, um, Carson's gone. I'm not, I'm not big on Seahawks, though. Um, other guys, we have um, Mixon might be back this week. Um, he, I mean, if it's not him, play Geo. Uh, Alshon's back. He looked good. Um, mm-hmm. McCoy, I think McCoy's back. But, eh, Bills. Um, Bills. <laughs> like I said, Mac's still out. Um, I think, I'm pretty sure Devontae Friedman's going to be back this week. That seems Really? Sure. <coughs> I, I thought he might be back this week. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was pretty sure he's back this week, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Um, there's a chance he might not be, but, um, I mean, it, it probably won't be in full capacity. Um, I, that does limit Coleman a little bit. I would still you. consider playing Freeman if I have him and he's active, though. Like, I'm probably still playing him. Oh, for sure. Depends. Yeah, okay, if, if you're super risk-averse and, like, are like, oh, what if he gets hurt again? Like, I could see that. Like, if you can't risk a zero or, like, a five or something, like, I would say, okay, maybe you could consider not playing him. But... I think if they're gonna, I think if they bring him back, it'll be once he's fully good. So, and then um, we already talked about Fournette. Um, Alshon was back and looked good. Um, so yeah, he's fine. I said kind of Baldwin and coaches watch their stuff. Olsen, I don't think he'll be back this week, but he might be back the following week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a little bit to go. And then just watch Ajayi, Clement, and Sproles. Um, I mean, there's value in the Philly offense. So mm-hmm. if two guys are out. Like I said, if Clement Sproles are out again, Ajay, like, he's still got a lot of carries, I think, maybe. I think he did, actually, because Clement didn't play. 
Now, let me see. I needed its rolls. Ajay didn't have a good game because I got I, Tennessee's run defense is actually pretty okay, but like Ajay got 15 rushes and four targets last week. So like, that's good opportunity. That's there. good. And like he didn't get any touchdowns, so like that was like you know the knock because I got the two in week one and he got one in week two as well. But like, if if those guys are both out again, like he's super playable. Okay, maybe not super playable. I take that back. It's Minnesota, so. He's like he's a, he's a, he's still in consideration, but he's not super playable. I take that back, just because Minnesota's run defense is still good, and Ajay is not Todd Gurley. So <laughs> these are things we know. Yeah, obvious things. Let me see where the Vikings are. <laughs> yeah. yeah so the Vikings. So San Fran got fourteen and a half points. This okay. This is total running back team points. Let me clarify. Fourteen and a half from San Fran. Fifteen point one from Green Bay. Twenty from Buffalo. Twenty five point six from the Rams. I mean, it's still like it's. Those are like total team running back counts too, so I don't know. I'm, I think this is a big Ertz week, but I don't know. Mm, give me the Ertz. Like I said, if if Clemens sprawls are out, like you have to consider a Jai at least, even if you. Oh yeah, if any, if two of them are out, you start the third. I mean, okay, if you have a Jai, then you also have like Sony and like someone else, like. If I have Sony and carry on or like Sony and Aaron Jones, even like I would maybe bench a Jai in that case, but for so like hundred percent, I would play Sony over Jai this week, regardless of the injuries in the Philly backfield. But agreed. Yeah. It's like I said, obviously he's a boost if those guys are out, but like if one of them is playing, I'm kind of avoiding the whole situation. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I guess we can touch on Josh Gordon again. Um, he's back baby. <laughs> so if he plays tomorrow, like, where do you have him? Honestly, I don't have him getting more than 10 points. Yeah, it's, I, I want to see it from him before I play him. Like, it's, it's, Which sucks because like, you, you will miss a good week. But I want to see him get like at least like six or seven targets before I play him. Right? I feel like that's okay to say. Yeah, it's... He's like starting to work himself into the system, it seems. He definitely had some catches last week. But is he going to be... Patriots receiver Randy Moss or Patriots receiver Malcolm Mitchell, you know? <laughs> oh, rip. Like, rip. Somewhere in between. <laughs> That's what you're hoping for, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm tentatively keeping him off my team. Not, like, the whole team, like, off my starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Just until he pops off. Yeah, same. Um, and then uh, PED suspensions are up. So Ingram, Turbin, um, Pedalman. Um, I think I guess Jimmy Smith is, is if he's healthy is also back. Um, I believe he's back. Yeah, he had, so, a, he had the same thing, right? Uh, PEDs. Yeah, but I think he was like also hurt, but was like allowed to like sort of suspend him while he was hurt or some shit. I don't know. Oh. But um, it's because I don't remember how it worked out exactly. But um, yeah. So um, Ingram's I think Ingram's pretty much <laughs> playable. Um, Turbin is waiver wire trash. Um, watch, watch him get like 15 carries now. Um, Edelman, I guess. I mean, he's playable as like a fringe receiver three flex guy, maybe. But I mean, I don't really want to right away. I, okay, this week don't. I would say probably don't because it's his first week back and it's a Thursday and like they probably haven't game planned him in a ton and like he, he may not be like full game shape yet. Like he may not get his full lot in the snaps. So yeah, I mean the Patriots run a really tough offense mm-hmm. and they I- change it constantly after this week i'd say go ahead and like play him but this week i'd wait um if there's actually believe it or not if there's a patriots receiver i like this week it's actually chris hogan 
this that'd be hilarious. I like I know it sounds stupid, and I think it. I don't think it happens again. <laughs> yeah, I mean we mentioned that like like there might be a couple weeks where he's fine, and like you could say, oh like Edelman was back and this was back, and like Hogan had a good week, and then sell it. <laughs> sell it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. So um, as we talked, we talked about Bell earlier. Um, that's you know, it's a annoying situation. If your record's good, hold him. So that's pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no point getting rid of him. You might as well hold on to him if you have him. But unless, I'm not trading for him. Yeah, unless, like, if you can get a good deal. like So, like, I traded him for Landry in the league because I was desperate at receiver after some stuff happened. Um, and very deep at running back. Yeah, I will, so, like, it I will sense. My running backs were stacked. But, like, outside for net. <laughs> so that was a bummer. Like, you had Aaron Jones as, like, your running back four or five I had... or something. Carry on, Sony, Joho, Fournette, Aaron Jones, Derrick Henry, like, yeah, like plenty of guys, like, so I was lots okay of dudes, with that. yeah, and like I was, <laughs> I had, I was gonna have to go three more weeks probably without Bell. I'm like, I need a receiver because like after AB, I pretty much had no one, and like I don't know if out anyway. That's that's my team, but anyways, yeah, Aaron Jones has been back from his suspension. He had a good week last week. Um, mm-hmm. that was kind of one of your things. Yeah, um, I thought he would do well against the Bills. Let me pull up these uh, Skittle snap counts on it and check how that was. So he actually outsnapped Jamal Williams by one outsnapped um, Ty Montgomery last week. So that was I expect that to keep trending too. So, um, yeah, here they play this week. The Lions, right? Yeah, yep. the Lions are so bad against the run. This could be just a nice good Aaron Jones week for it. So it should be. I think God, he's playable as, like, a low RB. I mean, okay, I, I say as a low RB2 because his floor is kind of low, but his ceiling's pretty high. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, he could he could get 100 yards and a touchdown, and, like, I wouldn't be shocked. So much of it is just ball placement. Like, does Rodgers need to score from the 30 or the one-yard line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and does he run it? Probably not with me, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, he was kind of scooting a bit. Uh, Bills, <laughs> scooting, he? scooting. Let me see. It's been like weird. Like the 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 highly drafted quarterbacks have been like rough this year, pretty much for the most part. I'm so happy with my Cam Newton pick. He's Dude, the yeah. like one of the top running back, like quarterback running backs. You know. Yeah. Rogers went for 31 yards last week. That's pretty okay. That's but, um, good. Yeah, Cam's like one of the only early guys who worked out, and like I, I almost picked him over Wilson um, in, this, in that same draft, but I, I didn't. But yeah, Cam's been panning out pretty well. Because they're letting him run, and it's great. So, week one, he got um, 11.8 rushing points. Week two, he got 4.2 rushing points. Week three, he Are got... Are we on uh, Rodgers or Newton? So, oh, Newton. Sorry, sorry. Newton, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, 11.8, then 4.2, and then this would be um, 15.6. Those are his rushing points. Mm. So, he's getting you an RB2, basically. I <laughs> know, it's great. And then with, with some quarterbacking. So... And he's been up this year. You and I were talking about it before the cast. Norv Turner. Yeah, that, that's working out better than expected. It's like up 10% in his completion percentage. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was really nervous about that before the year, too. But, I mean, it, it's, it's turned out well. Um, he's at 67.4%. And, like, even including this year, his average is 58.7%. Mm-hmm. So, 2016 was a rough one that brought it down his completion and stuff like that. That was a rough year. Yeah, because um, the year before was a Super Bowl one, mm-hmm. and then after that it was a pretty down year because he got, he wasn't hurt but he was banged up a lot. Yeah, no, 2016 was like the Super Bowl hang up year. He just wasn't doing well. Yeah, because I thought did he have like a surgery going into that year? Maybe I don't remember, but 
Yeah, he was banged up a lot of the year, just kind of like whatever. But because oh yeah, he went from like one. So quarterback is what yeah. Words are hard. Fuck me. Um, his quarterback <laughs> rank was one, sixteen three, um, in like twenty fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. So like he like went up and down a lot. Um, but he's good. They're having a good year. It's working a lot better than I expected. They're letting him run, which is a big part of it. Um, the fir- in the first three games, he's already had one hundred. 36 rushing yards so that's good 40 50 a game was is solid how many rushing yards does jordan howard have on the year without looking i'm gonna guess like 202 okay let me see holy shit it's 203 i was so close <laughs> wow that's really good he has 78 receiving yards but i, I, I assumed you were going rushing but mm-hmm. yep man. just rushing Oof, that was close that was solid um but um, yeah, that's that's that. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's see. On to our streamers and shit. Um, I guess we can kind of spitball the kickers and defense here. Um, let's look at who's playing everybody. So um, I know the Titans' defense was a big pickup this week. They're playing Buffalo. And then I like the Jets against Denver. Um, uh, Panthers were on bye last week, so people might have dropped them, but they're playing the Giants this yeah, week. Th- those three are probably my favorite, honestly. And, and actually, the Rams defense, I mean, the Rams defense is probably owned, but as far as defenses you can pick up, well, I assume someone got the Titans, but um, yeah, Carolina I like a lot. And um, as you mentioned, uh, the, the Jets, I think I mentioned that. You sorry, you mentioned the Carolina, I mentioned the Jets. You just yeah, I, I like Carolina. Uh, Jets is yeah. I mean, honestly, I think both Jets and Broncos defense are worth playing this week because both of the, both of those offenses are just. And then if you're des not I can't say desperate, but if you're like kind of scraping a lot of the barrels um, on the bottom, you know, that were full of whiskey and they like they emptied out. Um, <laughs> Arizona or San Fran, I don't like terribly hate, just because. I mean, Arizona could be a sneaky one. They're on the road, so that kind of hurts, but. Um, CJ Beathard. So you know who else I like? Cincinnati. Ba- yeah. yeah. You nailed it, Cincinnati. And Vontez Burfict's back. Well, oh, what was that we had? You, oh, you can start it. I was like, <laughs> well, so it was a thing on Reddit. Somebody was like, uh, I don't know who it was, but somebody was like, uh, they're posting all the suspended players coming back, and one of them was like, one, two, Burfict's coming for you. And then I let you take it from there, like with your own. Crew. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and then you also went three, four, flags hit the floor. Flags hit the floor. Five, six, Juju's gonna bring the hits. Seven, eight, hit the quarterback late. Nine, ten, do it all again. Or say like nine, ten, hit the QB in the head, like <laughs> right. Oh uh, yeah, so perfect is actually like, even though he's, whatever you think about him, I'll reserve, you know, reserve that judgment to your own uh, conjecture. Shit. But he's uh, he is good, <laughs> <laughs> and he does hit the quarterback a lot, and he does create a lot of pressure. So this, to me, that that could be possibly a very sneaky good defense. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then um, kickers, um, I mean, Matt Bryan is always, well, less as always. Those guys are probably owned. Um, Boswell was on all my waivers. I liked Boswell. Um, I like Gano again this week as well. Um, I think Prater is good if he's available as well. 
Um, and then if, if uh, Sturges didn't scare you off completely, um, I mean, they've got a good team implied total, but he might miss some extra points. So if your league penalizes that, be careful. <laughs> see if there's anybody else. I was just typing in who's the... A, uh, who's the Rams new kicker? It's going to be Cairo Santos, and that's a good pickup. Oh, yeah, he's actually a pretty decent kicker. He's a solid kicker, so yeah. He's yeah. very solid. He's better than Ficken. Yeah, so oh, yeah, Fick, Ficken has been stricken. <laughs> when I am stricken. <laughs> oh, man. This play music. So, oh, one kicker news. Uh, Adam Venateri has a groin injury. As far as kicking goes, that's like the worst injury you can have. I was mm. like, I had a groin injury when I was kicking. It fucking sucks because you can't practice or you'll just piss it off. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 like, it has a mind of its own. Your groin. Clearly. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, no. So that's definitely one to watch. Um, I'm also just assuming Goskowski is owned as a kicker. He's probably my number one kicker this week. Yeah. And then, okay, also Bucker is always a good option. Good old Buck Key. Just because they score so many fucking points. Like, he hasn't broken 10, but he hasn't gotten less than six. So, like, I mean, he, I think he's like kicker 13 on the year, which I don't know why I know this. But um, so he's got nine, six, eight, and nine. So I mean I I will take that because mm-hmm. like he's not gonna get like a buttload of field goals, but he's he's always gonna get you like four extra points in a field goal or two. So I mean, like he will he will do a nice little bitty boost to your team, like a nice <laughs> eight point little little cushion. I also like uh, Ryan Suckup. He's probably not owned in many leagues because he's not like a super well known kicker, but he's pretty solid. And Buffalo is the kind of defense that stops you enough that you have to kick a field goal. And who are the, the, and the Titans' offense isn't like crazy good. So. No, it's very middling. And Suckup's actually a good kicker, so that helps too. Dude, fucking Justin Tucker got 16 points last week. What the hell? He was awesome. Did he outscore Ben Roethlisberger? He did. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by point one in our league. Still. Count it. <laughs> Ballin. So yeah, those, those are the kickers and defenses we like. Good work. We are good at that. Um, <laughs> last week we nailed them. We had Crosby, Bryant, Parkey, and then I mean Lutz and McAnus. Um, Bucker oh, yeah. was solid. Great. Sturgis was fine, but he missed a lot of extra points. And then the Giants kicker was bad, but like we picked like almost all the top kickers last week, mm-hmm. so that was good. And then because um, yeah, um, let me fucking look at it. So yeah, like. Lutz had 16 as well. Parkey had 15. Brian had 14. Crosby had 14. McManus had 13. Um, well, I think Bucker and other guys, Sturges, had nine. That's like perfect. Like if my kicker gets me nine points, I'm happy. Yeah, I put I put different colors over those two because Sturges missed a lot and it looked uglier. <laughs> and then um, Rosas only got four. I mean, that'll happen. But um, hopefully you didn't have to play him. He was like the last resort. Yeah. And then Green Bay defense, we all we recommended. They're the best defense by far. And then mm-hmm. second was New England, who we also recommended. Um, the Chargers mm-hmm. defense underwhelmed a bit against. Um, the, they uh, did. That was surprising. With Bosa out, dude, they're so they're. It's like that's that missing like one of those really important guys up like, kind of up, up at the front there. And like they, I mean, obviously they've had some other defensive injuries too. But yeah, they're. Derwin James is good, but yeah, they, their defense is really underperforming right now, as the Chargers will age underperforming in general. Um, <laughs> yeah, give them till December. 
And then Seattle's defense did okay. It wasn't like great, but it didn't you know, lose you the week by any means. How did uh, Arizona's do? Theirs like was rough. They got, I mean, look, they didn't get negative, but they got like two, I think. They got two. So I put it red. orange. Net, red defense is like zero or negative. Um, let me see where it was. The Seahawks got six, which is okay. Mm-hmm. And then who, who was the other one we had? The uh, fucking uh, Chargers. Yeah, they got four. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, defense week, but we got the top two. And I don't know. I feel like the Green Bay was kind of easy, and the New Orleans and Kyle was kind of easy. So hopefully you picked an easy one. And obviously the Bears were, but they're, they're, I assume they're owned pretty much. Oh, yeah. Idea. They may have gotten dropped this week, though. So if you have, if you want to hold a second defense, go for it. Oh, yeah. Khalil Mack, man. I think he's. I think I heard somewhere, like read somewhere, like he's pretty much gotten more quarterback pressure, sacks, whatever, than the whole Raiders team. He's gotten a sack and a forced fumble in four straight. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? What the <laughs> Man, Khalil Mack is just a fucking absurd alien of a human being. See, so he's gotten, yeah, he's forced to fumble every game. What the hell? He's Lawrence Taylor, man. I mean, he goes for the ball. That's what they're taught. Like, with the whole quarterback, you know, hitting controversy, just go for the ball. And that's what he's doing, knocking it right out. Five sacks, four force fumbles. Shit, dude, that's absurd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, one one human being, fairly, I mean, human being used loosely, because, like, he's an alien. Like, cause he's an alien. That's what I mean. He's was, an alien. Yeah, that, I realized, like, halfway through that, like, wait, that sounds wrong. I meant, like, yeah, he's he's not, like, in a good way, he's not a human. <laughs> right. Superhuman. Um, yeah, he is a superhuman. Yeah. Sorry, dude. It's just he's absurd. Um, so yeah. Sorry. Um, last and the and so the rest of our stuff last week. Our starts: Corey Davis, James White, nailed it. Our James bold, White. Yeah, our bold predictions: Sterling Shepard didn't get a hundred yards, but he got seventy-seven a touchdown and ten catches. So he was a top ten receiver. We take it. Aaron yeah, we like Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Aaron Jones was wide receiver. What I think it was eighteen. Or sorry, Aaron Jones was running back eighteen. So not quite top ten, but like he was startable. For sure. Oh yeah, he got you like 15, right? Yeah, so like, he was he he was the guy who helped you a lot if you started him, and then um, I think Sterling Shepard's playable as long as Ingram's out. I I believe, right? Do you agree there? It's a little tough this week, but in general, yeah, it's just tough. Actually, like he'll get receptions for sure. Like he's gonna be one of the gaps in the defense. Yeah, They'll I mean, be going after Odell. It may not be as big as last week, but like he's. I mean, he's. I would say like he is what he is a top twenty-four playable guy, as long as Ingram's out, and probably top twenty. I would say. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd say like seventeen actually. I can get behind that, and then um, two of our streams, Rivers and Dalton were good. Dalton was really good. Rivers was pretty solid. Um, <laughs> Dalton got, was like, like my quarterback stream of the week. <laughs> yeah, we both liked him a lot, and Rivers was like our, our second choice. Um, Eli was meh. Meh. Keenan was pretty bad. Um, I'll even say Eli was bad. Like, I, that defense, he should have... Oh, my... Like, what the fuck? The, like, come on, New York. The Giants' pass defense is literally the worst in the NFL, and you have Odell Beckham and Saquon, who's catching more receptions than basically anybody else. Why? Like, what the... F- yeah, God Eli is just rough. And that's, good thing they took Barkley instead of quarterback, right? You think it is, yeah. You think it is Eli? You think it's? I think so. I mean, 
okay, like, I mean, okay, obviously new head coach and stuff. That's part of it too. But like, when you have all those guys and like he did, he hadn't he hasn't really been playing well at all. And like, no. I mean, look. I mean, has he had any good games? I don't. I don't keep track of Eli's stats a lot, to be honest. Like, I think he did all right the week before. And I guess Houston, yeah, because they won that week and they had a good game plan, and they kind of rode Barkley that week. But like, he's. I mean, he hasn't thrown. He has. He's only thrown one pick, and he's only actually, had one fumble. Or sorry, two fumbles. I mean, less than a turnover a game for Eli is pretty damn pristine, huh? <laughs> Very. <laughs> just, offense is simply not putting it together. Yeah, he's averaging a touchdown a game, which is not good. He's averaging uh, to about 255 yards a game around that. Sorry, I guess 260 yards a game about. And now they got to go into Carolina, who just had a bye week and yeah, an extra week to prepare against them. Be rough. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway, our sleepers. Well, okay, Austin Hooper had a bad week. That was a bummer. Logan Paulson stole a touchdown. <laughs> and then uh, Randall Cobb didn't play. Um, if we transfer that on to Allison, Allison had a fine week, but he also got hurt during the game. So mm-hmm. I yeah. put that in purple because he was he got rolled out before – or after we recorded but before the games. So. I'm just so good at that. <laughs> you, you've jinxed a couple people, I think. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And so my sit, I sit all 49ers besides Brita and maybe Kittle if you're desperate. Um, I should have been more bullish on Kittle. That turned out well. Brita wasn't so great. Um, but the rest of the 49ers were also bad. So that's a good call. Good Kittle's enough. like the best player for that for that whole team to start. Mm-hmm. So flip, flip if, I, if I flip my Brita and Kittle levels of bullishness, that was a good one. <laughs> okay. And yeah, no, my sit was Roethlisberger, and I specifically said if he gets under 16, that's a bad week for Roethlisberger. He got 15.9. I'm gonna yeah. count it because they really like. They did not do well. No, yeah, it was it was rough, and Piss, it was in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. I started him in the league. I mean, I ended up being fine, but it was yeah, rough. They but were like, they, the under was hit, right? Yeah, I think so. Hey, but um, yeah, because it was like it was higher than you would expect for uh, their their games. Yeah, they're they're always like, just brutal, savage mashups whenever the Ravens and Steelers play. So I like Got I understood they only really have offensive players on both sides, but it just doesn't add up like with their history that it would be a fifty three point, you know, whatever the over under was. It was like it was like fifty three, right? Um something like that. It was like around fifty, but yeah, way higher than I'd expect. Yeah. But um, I do like Big Ben this week. I mean, kind of jumping into a streamer. I didn't write him down because he's probably owned, but I like... Sorry, Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not, I'm not going to say Big Ben. I, it sounds weird. It's not like <laughs> I'm saying King James. King James. The big King ben. James. Big Ben. Huh. <laughs> How big is he? <laughs> I'm sure there are people who don't want to know that do because he has done some bad stuff probably. Most likely. Most likely. Anyway... I, I like how we like did like I wrote James was sitting here, but we didn't even talk about him because <laughs> neither of us are gonna consider playing him. Nope, he's just off the he's off the radar now. If you want to like when he comes back, like go for it. Like you as in like you listener, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. It's bad karma for my team and for me. Um, that being said, I I guess I can't say a lot if I'm considering Ben Roethlisberger. Although, I think it's kind of different levels, slightly. Yeah, 
we got to see some years of maturity out of Winston. Yeah, I, I haven't looked into the Ben Roethlisberger thing enough, admittedly, so I probably should more. But having looked into the Jameis Winston stuff a lot, I yeah. We, we, yeah. We've got on this a lot. but um, Right. But yeah, no, in terms of fantasy, Roethlisberger this week should be just swell. Would you, go, would you go Roethlisberger or Dalton this week? Uh, Bengals are playing who? Oh, Dalton, Dalton on Dalton. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna actually take Roethlisberger. You want some Dalton on Dalton action? <laughs> <laughs> Dalton on Dalton action. Yeah, no, I'll take uh, Mostia Ben. It'll be close. At, at home against the Falcons D. Wait, is it in uh, Pittsburgh or is it in? Oh, it's in. It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, home home Roethlisberger is a good uh, pick usually. Yeah, Dalton should be a good play too. Yeah, it won't be a huge disparity. I mean, okay, it, it could be a Roethlisberger uh, blow up. <laughs> I'm gonna keep Rothis saying that. Roethlisberger. 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 Ben. I mean, okay, week two against Kansas City, he put up 42 flipping points. So. True. Uh, I mean, against Tampa, it was 27. But uh. Whose defense is? I mean, whose defense is better, Tampa's or Atlanta? I'd say Atlanta. Yeah, by a wee bit. They at least definitely have a better pass rush. Yeah. Okay. For I mean, so for reference, Dalton just put up 27.8 against Atlanta and Atlanta, so I think Roethlisberger can match that. Agreed. Yeah. Um. But um, Antonio Brown and Julio Jones are just gonna be titans out there on the field, man. Yeah. I. That's gonna be a wild game with just Julio AB going back and forth. I think this could be AB's blow up game we've been looking for, but um. I guess since we talked about a quarterback stream, we can kind of um, transition into that. that. Yeah, um, looks like we both like Bortles. Yeah, Bortles was my top stream this week, and I saw you already had him, so I just put a little times two next to it. Yeah, um, I mean, Chiefs. Um, <laughs> I, That's all that needs to be said, right? <laughs> although I would say I trust Bortles to capitalize on that more than Keenum. Bortles is a good quarterback, man. I like Bortles. He, Everybody shits on him so much. He's got a high ceiling. Is like even if like you don't think he's like that good in general, he's got a high ceiling. He runs the ball so damn much. Yeah, I mean, this could be a big running week for Bortles. I can see it. I think he'll attack though in the air. Like people are going to be open. Yeah, I. I mean, I could get behind any of the. Um, Receiver picks this week on Jacksonville as like a dart throw. You like uh, Keelan Cole the most? Um, or Didi? I would say Keelan Cole in this matchup, just because like they're they're bad at all parts of receiver defending. Like <laughs> receivers get open against them and they get yards after the catch against them. Like they they're bad at both, which usually like it's one or the other. Like usually, oh, like you can't tackle well or like slash you like let them get past easily or like you just can't cover but it's like both like they can't cover and they can't tackle so yeah it's just bad on all fronts yeah but yeah my, my defense can't keep up sometimes so i gotta i gotta swing it you know <laughs> i'll never get old yeah um poor guy he needs to work on it. 
I've got another uh, Jags to mention a little later, and then um, we talked about Dalton. Um, he's been having a good good year so far. Um, Bill Lazor's helping him a lot. Um, it's it's at home, which he's kind of. I think he's had a had a good game against the Ravens at home. Um, the Dolphins showed last week that they're a fraud, um, <laughs> which we know. I don't think there's going to be much pressure on him, like to like play catch up really. So like, he might just be kind of a little more relaxed, which Dalton that might be an actual thing to worry about. Um, he's got green having Eifert gone is my one worry because like Eifert was a big part of that offense and like he helps them a lot like Dalton's Dalton's better with him I think like I saw like I think in 2016 he had like a whole higher percentage higher of like touchdown rate with Eifert in versus Eifert out that was like a big thing yeah that's definitely a loss I feel a little better about it this year than last year because Boyd has stepped up as an as an alternate to green like Last year it was just throw to green and hope he gets it because there's nobody else. And Mixon will be back, who will be his check down. Mixon's helpful, yeah. And he's like, I don't know, Gio's a good pass catching back too, so it's not like a huge difference, but Mixon is better on pretty much every front because Mixon's really good. Yeah, Mixon's Um, great. Yeah, so I'm I'm good at Dalton this week. And then I see you wrote a couple of guys in here that uh, I want to hear from you. Let's see, I've got, ooh, so Alex Smith. Uh, I don't know how available he is in leagues. He's available in mine, both Probably of mine. Uh, he was off last week on a bye, so most likely if he's available, I like him a lot this week, man. Alex Smith. So the Saints have one of the worst pass defenses and one of the best run defenses. And so, like, the natural belief will be that Smith is going to have to throw because even though I like the Redskins defense a lot, this game's in New Orleans and Breeze is going to put up points. So they're going to have to keep up at least a little bit. And Smith's going to have to be the one to arbit- or, uh, begin that. Yeah. So the Saints, yeah, they're really, really bad against receivers. Just for reference, they allow like nine points more than the Bucks do on average to receivers in total. And right. Then, yeah. And I, so I like Smith. I like Jamison Crowder this week too. I can dig it. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely one of my QB streams if he's available. I feel like in deeper leagues he won't be, but he might be in some, especially if a bye week or something. Could you possibly see a Josh Doxson breakout week? Yeah, I could. Ooh, uh, 100%. Go. Yeah. giddy. <laughs> Doxson. Yeah, I mean, we're all getting, like, similar snap amounts. Like, Doxon actually leads them in snaps on the season, which is I did not expect to see just that now. That is surprising. Um, they've literally had like the same targets. It's 12, 13, and 14. So. I also got Josh Rosen as a QB streamer. Uh, I I don't know about you. Did you watch the game, uh, the Cardinals and the Seahawks? You know, I'm going to be honest. That was like the last game I wanted to watch. <laughs> no, same. But I did get around to it. Um, Josh Rosen looked fucking good. I think of all the rookie that, quarterbacks yeah. I've seen this like this year so far, he definitely looked the best. And I was I mean, high on him out of the draft. So this is a bad Niners defense, man. Yeah, not not to brag, but he was one of the guys that I thought like, he was the guy I thought was most pro ready. Yeah, no, I mean you and I were talking before any of the draft happened, and as a Jets fan, I was I think you know I really wanted Rosen. And yeah, I, th- I mean I assume you're happy with Darnold, obviously too. But yeah, I'm still happy with Darnold. I didn't think we were gonna get Darnold. I was 
Yeah. To me, it was, do you get Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield? And I was like, ooh, give me Rosen, give me Rosen. He's good. He's pro-ready. Um, and then the Browns took Mayfield. <laughs> so we got Darnold, which was like, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, yeah no, I, I like Josh Rosen this week. Yeah, those three have, like, all looked pretty decent. Um, obviously, Allen's on the Bills. That Like, no matter how good or bad Allen is, he's going to look worse on the Bills. Yeah. That, that Minnesota week helped him a lot just in general, you know, just from a – whole life thing but um, um so i have one more so we got alex smith bortles dalton these are just some stream I, options yeah, Josh i assume, Rosen, I assume rosen is like yeah a desperation super option. desperate but one guy who's available in a ton of leagues uh because he kind of started the year off slow is Derek carr and he's one of my qb streams this week as well the chargers defense derwin james is playing great but they're not the same without bosa they're not getting the pressure on the qb and I kind of like Derek Carr in this divisional matchup to have to score against the Chargers and put up some points. Yeah, Beathard got like 18 fancy points against him, which for T.J. Beathard, I mean, he basically yeah. got, like, he, got ju- he got 298, but so he pretty much got 302. Like, I mean, he basically got his ceiling, right? Yeah, <laughs> I would I would argue <laughs> that is. I think I think they picked him off once or twice, probably. I'm assuming, but yeah, like <laughs> Beathard had a fine game, which is hilarious. Man, or sorry, beat hard. Beat but, hard. Uh, there we go. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, beat hard. <laughs> oh no, he didn't throw any picks either. They did not pick off beat hard. So in our league, it was 19.8. Um, I'm supposed to be like we have an extra, we have five instead of four for best touchdowns. But he got 302. Or oh wait, no, sorry, I read this wrong. He did throw two picks. My bad. Okay, he did. Okay. I well, I was kind of assumed, but um, he ran seven times for 19 yards. And when you look at his face, you can kind of assume that. Um, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, sorry, so go ahead on Derek Carr. Was there more yeah, no, I mean, he's he, I, I, he's available in so many leagues. I want to see mm-hmm. how many right now. I want to say it's like I'll, he's available uh, in. I, I'll look at it. I, he yeah, is 4.6% started and 22% owned. Yeah. So. He yeah. should be higher owned than that. As a, I mean, he's making how much fucking money? <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, and he's like looked pretty solid this year. Um, he's had a lot of picks, which is kind of the downside to it. Um, I, I haven't been like I didn't get to watch all of the games this year, unfortunately. So I haven't seen like how much was his fault. I mean, Rams week one, that was that was tough. Obviously, that was gonna. They be played a, the best team in the league week one. Yeah, with all their defensive starters healthy, that hurt. But like, I mean, last week he showed like. He can pop off too, and Cleveland was like an okay defense. We thought, but yeah, I, I like I like that call against the Chargers this week too. Um, I had him in a DFS lineup last week because he was like super cheap. He made and got like, like thirty three points. Yeah, he, he went off and off, off and off. But that's kind of like eight off of this. I'm gonna not use that phrase again, probably. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind. I, I like I kind of like Car this week. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at DFS stuff right now just because it's fun. I mean, Rosen's only 6,400 if you're feeling a little risky. Feeling lucky. Punk. Or do you? Case Keatum's 6,500. It's hilarious. He's a, Good he's Lord. Just, he's 100 more than Allen and Rosen. It's so funny. That's See, I would start Rosen over uh, Keatum. <laughs> Beathard is 6,300. So that's fun. This is all Vandal. Um, yeah. Anyway, so... um. See, those are some quarterback streams. Um, I also had a tight end stream section just to keep that separate because you always need tight ends. I like Vance and Watson this week. Um, and I guess Hooper, <laughs> as much as he burned last week. Um, 
I mean, kind of made some sense going into it. It's just like said, Logan Paulson got the touchdown. But um, it's going to be a shootout. That's, that's probably why I like Vance, too. And also, the Steelers right now are the worst against the tight end. Um, they did face Travis Kelsey, but they also faced um, Cleveland, Tampa, and Baltimore. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, OJ Howard's good. Um, and they, they did shut down Njoku because that week one game had really bad weather. But also Baltimore. Like they just have like a smorgasbord. So, I mean, I, I didn't write Hooper in here, but I could get behind Hooper in a shootout against the Steelers who struggle against tight ends, especially with Shazier out. Um, no, I like I like Cooper. And like on the other side, Vance, just because, like I said, super high scoring and like he's he's looked good. Like he's looked way better than Jesse James. So yeah, and then Let's he see. Some and tight end. that's stiff arm. <laughs> From the stiff arm. He, he ended Chris Conti. So. <laughs> See, it was, let me look at his game logs. So he's gotten five targets, uh, weeks two, three, and four. And um, he's turned 15 targets into 200 yards, which is very good on 12 receptions. It's a really good yard. It's a 16.7 yard per reception on 12 receptions for 20, sorry, 200 yards. That's pretty good. That is very really good. Really good. Yeah. So big, big play style guy here. Um, and I said he's better than Justin James, so I, I would I consider him. And then I also like Ben Watson. Um, Interesting. Burned. I said burned. Burned it last week. It was bad last week. Um, they get the Redskins um, this week. Washington is pretty bad against tight ends. I'm pretty sure. Um, That's like their weakness usually. That has been an issue of theirs for a while. And um, let me see. It's okay. <laughs> They okay. Air, they played Arizona and shut their tight ends down, and Jimmy Graham only got nine point five. Indy's tight ends got fifteen point six. But like, if we're looking at like who they're playing, it's not like an insane amount. I, I'm not convinced they f- have fully fixed it, just because like they've faced teams who don't use tight ends really that much. Like you know, Jimmy Graham's are like Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to tight ends much, and like I mean Arizona week one was just trash and a half, and then. Indy put up an okay number against them. So, I mean, I would I would consider Ben Watson as, like, a high, like, a very desperate uh, play. Yeah, that's pretty desperate. But he might, honestly, like, of all the guys, like, I kind of like him. So, I'm kind of with you on it. Yeah. I the Broncos are, are still bad against tight ends, but I don't know who, like, I would – I don't know if there's anyone from the Jets I would consider. So, this Jordan Leggett had a really good week – last week and he's the guy that they drafted last year from uh i think i think it was clemson but it could have been alabama but they thought he was going to do really well and he was injured so i'm mm-hmm. waiting to see if leggett starts turning it up because he he was like the tight end they were hoping would be really good and he just never came into fruition and he had a finally had a decent week so we'll see yeah he got what was it four targets last week three receptions 13 yards and a touchdown yeah um I like uh he played Ricky about half Seals the snaps this week. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard some Ricky Seals love this week. I can, I can I can see the reasoning there. Yeah, I just think he'll be a nice little safety blanket for Rosen. They don't have a great pass defense in the Niners and they're pretty bad against the tight end. Mm-hmm. Um these are like the deep tight end streams. Who else? Yeah, I would, um, I personally would not touch a Jets one, but I would I would consider Ricky Seals oh, I'm I know not, he's Yeah, good. I'm not touching a Jets guy this week. <laughs> I think uh, Antonio Gates might also get a touchdown. It is a Raiders matchup. Yeah. Who knows? 
but I don't, I don't love him to get a ton of points. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, to get some of those touchdowns, um, I mean, my, I mean, Mike Williams might be the guy if we want to transition to our, our, our sleeper picks. I mean, maybe he's not even a sleeper, yeah. maybe like kind of like a start guy, sleeper border guy, but right. I, I see you, I see you put him in here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about him earlier. Do you have anything else to add on it? No, I just, I think, uh, the way he's used in the offense, just like on the Chargers, they have been targeting him a lot downfield. I think he's going to end up with a lot of yardage this game. Yeah, he's he's pretty much half owned, so I'll, I'll count that in sleeper. Okay. Because he had a down, so people might have dropped him or kind of not been on him. But I mean, like he has a ceiling, which we saw week three against the Rams. And it's a high one. Oakland's defense is rough, unfortunately, for my uh, sake. <laughs> See, yeah, they got they got torched by Miami, so. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that. I think Mike Williams has a good beat this week. Um, I also have Chester Rogers. He's definitely more of your stream option because I yeah. doubt he's owned in many leagues. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where I'm going on the. Uh, I mean, let's look at okay. Let's look. Let's actually look at this Colts thing. Hold on. Let me let me let me take a let me take a peek. So the Colts play the Patriots tomorrow, and the Patriots are not as good as they have been in past years. On top of that, uh, the Colts aren't looking too bad. They have a solid run defense. So we're trying to figure out exactly who's going to be getting the fantasy points with T.Y. Hilton out for the Colts. Right now, I think you and I are kind of on the Naheem Hines probably gets a good amount of receptions, right? And I also think Eric Ebron probably has a decent game. I don't know if Jack Doyle is back. Those are my two looks there. Um, okay. So I guess we want to go through the targets. Oh, the targets. The targets. The targets. The targets. It's targeting. Uh, tar- can we get Target to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fucking dog is our mascot. Um, so yeah, T.Y. Hilton had six in that game. Obviously, he was in and out a bit with two various injuries. Um, Grant had seven. Chester Rogers had 11. Pascal had 10. Some guy named Marcus Johnson had three. Um <laughs> Ebron had ten. Some dude named Mo Alleycox. Who? Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Hold up. <laughs> this guy's name is Mo Alleycox. <laughs> Mo Alleycox. Like. <laughs> let, me, let me. Like when you need to get some more coke and you're in the city and you're like, well, what do I gotta blow? Mo Alleycox. Yeah. <laughs> I based it. It's M O so Mo, and then. A L I E dash C O X Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. You know what this alley needs? So it needs Mo Alley Cox. I've seen some good NFL names, but this one takes the. the Someone cock tell Kim. We need another East West Bowl. I'm like tearing up right now. <laughs> I don't know if I keep doing this one. This one broke me. I'm, this, it broke me. <laughs> Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> oh man, thank you, Andrew Luck, for throwing to him. <laughs> thank you for making his name available to so, the public. Okay, I gotta look this guy up now. This sire, this is this is this is the most important tangent we've got on on this show. Clearly. Um. <laughs> oh no! They waved him. <laughs> oh no! After his amazing Cox game, dude. Oh, oh no, Alex. But hey, you know what? He, he's a tight end and he played basketball, so. 
Oh, interesting. VCU yeah. hoops stand out. They waved him to bring Eric Swoop back on. Swoop. <laughs> okay. His name's Muhammad. I would go by Muhammad if my name was Ali Cox. <laughs> I like oh Mo. Mo's a good name. It's just like Ali Cox, man. Apparently, he was technically on the team last year, too, but I don't know if he like did anything last year. He was? I might have just been This is the first squad. time I've ever heard his name before. <laughs> yeah, he. I think he was only practice squad last year. He finally got this. Was his first game action? Oh, and he got waved. Hey, he got two targets, one reception, seventeen yards, and we got the name Mo Alley Cox on every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Anyway, Naheen Hines got eleven targets. Flickens got one target. They threw a lot. Um. A lot, a lot. That came out mm-hmm. to what? Like sixty-one throws, I think. Yeah something like that so that's big um and then on to the snap counts um obviously hilton was in there but um rogers and grant were both tied um pretty much on their snaps so that's why i could kind of like consider either of those guys um yeah i think uh, grant is the more assumed to be better i just i like rogers i don't know why rogers feeling yeah i mean he's let me see i i can, I can see both of them being fine i don't know if like i prefer one over the other necessarily I feel like it's his cousin's name is Chester. Yeah. Maybe the last name Rogers gives us like a good feeling. <laughs> Feel safe when Rogers has the ball. Didn't Ryan Grant almost get that big contract from uh Baltimore and then like Crabtree became available and he like failed a physical. Was that Grant? You're yeah. right, it was Grant. Oh my oh. god, it was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pretty sure Pascal's a rookie. He is. So have I told you about playerprofiler.com? It's basically like like you look up a player and it gives you like some of their metrics and their best comparable. But um, anyway, so like if you go to player profiler and you look up Zach Pascal, um, get this up. What the fuck? Dicks. There we go. Um, no, uh, Cox. Mo Alley Cox. Uh, hold on, actually, <laughs> I'm going to look him up and see what his thing is on uh, player profiler. This will work. Did I break this? Yeah, break the website. Okay, Mo Alley Cox. Don't think he's in there. Don't think he's in the database. They didn't want any Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> um. So yeah, if I look up Pascal, I think their website's fucked up right now. That's unfortunate. Because anyway, so I looked it up earlier, and um, at, at first it took him to just some random guy I never heard of. But that random guy I never heard of took me to Des. So he is um. A couple of degrees of separation away from Des comparison, <laughs> which I'm I'm just I'm just throwing around super unnecessary hype just because it's kind of fun. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I, I I I don't have a preference. I guess I mean, coin flip between Grant and Rogers. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you could take a shot on one if you're desperate and go for it. Um, and then I wrote Corey Grant in here as a sleeper. Um can see it um his his one viable game was when they like ran the score up on new england and kept their foot on the gas and um like i said Fournette's already out um and they, they keep saying they want to use gray out more but i can see this actually being the game they do because they'll need to you know put up some points against kansas city so kind of deeper option but i it's he's i think he'll have a, a usable week yeah usable 
and then um oh yeah our our, our starts um we haven't done our starts yet um i've yeah, got I had a couple on there i've got derrick henry um you yeah. like Harry, you like henry too yeah they get buffalo this week that's a most of it um yeah he's my uh i think he's gonna blow up this week yeah they're still not like that great against running backs um Aside from the Minnesota debacle, it's been 31 and a half. So this is point a lot of running backs this year. It's been 31 and a half, 43.4, 27.3, and then the still 20 to Minnesota. But um, they are 25th. Um, let me see. What, oh no, that's not right. I'm making four. So they're is it 25th best? This is what that means. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. They're eighth worst against running backs right now. Yeah. Um, and they were bad last year, so like we can kind of assume it's going to keep going. Um, it also fits the game script a lot. Like I don't yeah. think Mario's going to be shooting a lot downfield. I think it's going to be pretty slow paced. And like the games where Derrick Henry has been good, um, especially last season, where where the games where he like was the guy who like grinded the defense down a lot at the end of the game, quote unquote. But um. I mean, he's gotten the, the looks this year. Um, let me do some quick quick math. Um, I think he's gotten 54 carries, if I did that right, I believe. Um, yeah, 54 carries on the year, um, so which isn't like a joke of a number. Because he got 10, 18, 18, 8. Um, so, like, this could be another 18-carry game, but it could be, like, a lot better. I yeah, That's what I'm anticipating. So, um... Yeah, I, I can get behind him. Um, I see you've got <laughs> Galladay on here. I mean, just, I like you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to tell me twice to start Galladay. <laughs> yeah, it's – I don't know what it is. Like, the Packers' secondary is actually not horrible. They have some, like, good rookie talent. So, I kind of, mm-hmm. like – I don't think they're going to shut down Marvin Jones or Golden Tate by any means, but I think Galladay might be open a little more. So, I, I don't know. Detroit tends to play Green Bay pretty well at home. So I'm mm-hmm. taking Galladay as a nice start option, even though he wasn't amazing last week. I think he's still doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was laughing at something. Jake sent me. Um, yeah, I, I, I think yeah, it'll be it'll be a good one. Um, and then I also got Luck. I got Luck as a start. In case you were intimidated not to start him against the Patriots, like I still think you should. Yeah, I, I can get behind Luck too. I mean, it's hard to say. Like I don't like starting Luck. I mean. We both like him too, but um, yeah. I mean, like, I guess they could say, "Oh, the lack of weapons," but I don't know. I feel like he'll still be like usable. Luck just like makes up for the deficiencies in that, though. He's just yeah. like he puts the team on his back. He'll run. He'll get you some points on it with his feet. He's gonna toss some balls. He might get a rushing touchdown. Like you don't know. Luck can do it all, man. Yeah, let me take a look and see how the um. Because the Patriots had some inju- injuries in their secondary and uh, and stuff. Let me see how that's shaping up. I don't know. Well, um, Mike Rose sucks. Mike Rowe's not good. Stephen Gilmore is good. Or Eric Rowe or Eric Rowe. That's it. Yeah, uh, Mike Rowe is the the uh, Ford guy. Mike. You least said the word micro. Micro. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, I think their other guys might be back. Is it McCord- is the, the one McCordy? Is he still there? I forget. I don't remember. I know they got rid of one. What? Oh, I think the one's on Cleveland. I don't. Was other yeah. ones on Tennessee? Or is he there in New England? Oh, Actually, right. I thought at one point in the offseason, both of the McCordys were on the Patriots. I think one of them's still there. 
Yeah, Jason is. Because mm-hmm. how he used to be on Tennessee, and they're both. But their on pass the rush is non-existent. Yeah, that's a problem. So, even with the Colts' dilapidated O line, like it's gotten better. Dilapidated. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I like Galladay too. Um, I actually sat him last week just because Detroit. Or sorry, Denver. Or Dallas. All of these. <laughs> they slow down the um game a lot and i didn't there'd be enough opportunity for galladay and that turned that was, out but green bay will play a little faster i think they do let me check yeah, was, stafford and rogers are gonna throw for a combined like 90 times i could see that being a <laughs> scenario, to be fully honest <laughs> 45 each yeah i'll take it <clears throat> yeah i mean the colts like Luck through what? I think it was like 61 times, I said, which is hilarious. Um, let me pull this up. That's counts. Green Bay. Green Bay ran, yeah, they ran 76 plays um, last week. They, they run, they're usually average in the 70s. Mm-hmm. They're like high 60s, low 70s. Just, just, yeah, they've, they've run 60, 77, 69, and 76 plays, um, which is a good amount. But like, oh, it yeah. keeps the game going. I mean, the pace of play is important. The Colts had 90 offensive snaps, so that's insane to me. Last week, yeah, but that, mean, it was also overtime. overtime. Yeah. yeah, but that wasn't a whole lot of it. No, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, they were at what was it? They had 82, 61, 58, 90, or 59, 90. Um, I mean, yeah, Green Bay in that in an easy game against Buffalo still ran 76 plays. So like, there there are gonna be enough enough balls chucked around. Oh yeah, they're gonna be chucking the duck. Which <laughs> luck. Yeah, and then um, my sit is Anunma. Um He he draws Chris Harris this week. He's actually the good corner still on the uh, Broncos. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of it. Um, I think was it. He's the main slot receiver. Um, he runs. Let's see, about sixty-four percent of his routes from the slot. And if I pull up uh, Denver, I mean we know Chris Harris is the slot quarterback. Sorry, sorry, slot cornerback. But he he. Covers the slot 65% of the time, so like that matches up, <laughs> and he, Chris Harris is good. So, <laughs> yeah, I would avoid a new one. Who, who is your sit? I see you don't have one in here. Have you yeah, got I one? I didn't put one in yet. I didn't uh, have one. Um, I'm like thinking about just going bold to go along with my prediction. So, my sit is gonna be that's not where I want that. <laughs> I'm awaiting it. I can't find uh, the right uh, place. Uh, it started with a T. Terrell Pryor. I noticed it in. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to tell you to do that. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Hot takes. Ooh. Oh, my God. So, can, can you preface this with what you mean by sit exactly? Okay. So this isn't like a, you should put Tyreek Hill on your bench. So Tyreek Hill is the name, by the way. Uh, you hadn't gathered that so far. <laughs> um the Tyreek Hill, I think there's sort of an expectation out of Hill that he's going to uh, pop off in any given game and get you, you know, 30 points. I think it's possible he has a decent game against Jacksonville as one of the only viable targets that can get separation from the Jags. Mm-hmm. But I like the Jags D this week. If they're going to play up to anybody, it's going to be to shut the Chiefs' offense up. So I'm trying to decide how I feel about this because like, you don't have to agree. 
Okay, I don't like hate the call. I mean, I, I, okay, like saying he's gonna underperform is what you mean. Like, I don't hate that call, but like, there's two ways to look at it. Like, one, the Jags D is good. They're very good. They shut receivers down a lot. Okay, that's something Jacksonville does. Um, on the other hand, I'm thinking about it. What if they have you know Ramsey on Kelsey like they did to Gronk, um, and then after that they still have got oh, was it Bouye right? I think whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still got other good corners, and like. If Watkins is out and they have Ramsey on Kelsey, I, I, I could see them letting Chris Conley beat them, quote-unquote, <laughs> and then putting whoever on Hill and trying to like keep him covered deep as well and having a safety back for him. They're not, they are not going to let Tyreek Hill beat them deep. That's oh, no, yeah. like my big prediction like they might he might get a if they're in the red zone he might get that touchdown but Tyreek Hill's not getting an 80 yard touchdown pass yeah I I think the 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 way he could pop out is I'm gonna look stuff up while I talk about this is if um if they manage to work him out of the slot enough um because who's their slot corner DJ Hayden's their slot corner he's pretty good I think he's still good yeah he's he's good still and like um He's, like, barely been thrown at this year. Holy shit. Because um, Bouye is their other outside corner. Of course, there's Ramsey. Right. Like, I'm not sure if they'll put Ramsey on Kelsey. I feel like they'll put him more on Hill. But it's tough. Like, I don't know what their game plan is going to be. They, I mean, the, yeah, the, the thing, thing about like, Watkins being out, though, is that does limit. That does hurt them, yeah. Who is going to be able to get the ball in the first place? So you got Hunt, Hill, and Kelsey are like the primary three. I think Kelsey still has a decent game. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm torn on if it's either like Hill's the only one who's able to get open, and that's why he gets points, or if he's still not able to get open because they cover Kelsey <laughs> well and Watkins is out that they can't do much. Right. But, but like, I see like a I like I don't see like anyone sending out more, and I don't see it like. I definitely see a scenario where he'll hell has a rough day because the Jags are very good on defense. So, like yeah, they're they're third best against receivers this year. Um, yeah. Lions and Jags are best. So Lions and Giants are the best. That's weird. Oh yeah, the Lions really? had that one game against New England to like flip it because New England like doesn't use receivers. They also, they've that's also true. had Dallas too. The Which Giants, I mean, the receivers are who? Ned exactly. Zeke. See the Giants. Um, Jacksonville, Dal- having Dallas on your schedule skews the receiver points a lot. <laughs> they did shut down New Orleans last week, which is impressive, but Jacksonville has had the Giants, New England, Tennessee, and the Jets, which, I mean, it's not like a gauntlet either, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the, we, you know we know the Jags are good. That's the point, but, yeah. Right. Okay. Jags are good. Yep, see how that call goes. And then um, my I think it's uh, DJ week. Um DJ. I don't know if I'll say RB1. Let me see. Who's 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 playing who? Who do the Saints get? Um hmm. Do I wanna say RB1? <clears throat> Excuse me. Um that was a very weird burp. Morty. Um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll say this this is uh DJ Week. Um DJ Week! Yeah. DJ I'm gonna say I'm gonna say, say RB one, but riskfully I think he's like a top four or five. Um <laughs> Cool. So San Francisco allows, four, so for half PPR scoring, they allow 14.1 points of just receiving to running backs each week. Fuck. Um, for <laughs> reference, the Falcons allow 14.5, and they're notoriously bad at, against pass catching running backs 
Yeah, they're like the the staple of how to not defend against a pass catching running back. Yeah, <laughs> they're barely beating San Fran, so that's a good call. Yeah, so I mean, maybe Chase Evans gets a little bit, but like I think you can bank on ten to four, ten to the fourteen points of just receiving production from David Johnson. So they're, they're, he's he's not he is not going to burn you this week, and I think he has a way higher ceiling this week. I like it. I like it. The Met team, so. I think he'll slightly outscore my bold prediction. I had put him in earlier as well. I think this is Derrick Henry's blow-up week, and that's my bold prediction. I think his floor is 18 points, and he's gonna he's gonna finally like show owners why you drafted him. I, I mean, it's Buffalo. I expect the game to be fairly close on both sides, not because like I think the Bills will be nearly as good as the Titans, but just because I think it'll be fairly like a manageable game, mm-hmm. like lower scoring. I think that lends itself to a lot of rushing opportunities for Henry. Yeah, and their I feel like their preferred game is running a lot as opposed to last week where they threw a lot. Yeah, that was so. the Eagles, you know? Yeah, the Eagles are a funnel defense in terms of they shoot production outside. It's not, that, okay, it's not like as bad as... The, so again, like them and the Bucks have a funnel defense in the sense that like they're a lot better at the run against the pass, and like you pretty much can't run on the Eagles, so you have to try to pass against them. But like, right. they're, I they're, mean, the Philadelphia run defense is one of the best out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the Bucks are still good against the run, but they are super bad against the pass. The Eagles are like still okay against the pass, but like you 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 can just only pass on them. So that's kind of why it happens like that. So yeah, the Bills are they the Bills encourage you to run on them more or less between game script and like what they're actually good or bad against so do you like the uh minnesota receivers this week who are they against against, against philly yeah i mean yeah i mean digs the deal yeah i mean yeah I, there's not a situation where you're not starting them so i think i like feeling a little better personally um yeah i don't i mean let me look some stuff up i mean i don't each week they're about the same to me it's more it's i mean it's the typical feeling's a little safer type of thing mm-hmm which I wonder if that's I wonder if that's actually true. I need to look that up, or if we're just assuming that because he's white. But no, I mean he's the number two wide receiver, and Diggs is the number thirteen. Yeah, but like we know Diggs can absurdly blow up just bonkers, boogaloo. Yeah, <laughs> electric boogaloo. Because he had that thirty, he had that hundred twenty-eight yards, two touchdown week. Mm-hmm. Has Thielen had one of those? I mean, he's had like the 131 touchdowns. Dude, Thielen's had four straight hundred yard games. Holy moly! Yeah, that's absurd. I didn't buy. I don't know why I wasn't more bought into him than I was. I just, I'm just a hater, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, Minnesota and Philly. Um, let's see who is their slot corner. Darby. No. Um, I don't think Sydney, he's the slot. Sidney Jones, the slot corner, and he's kind of meh. Um, he's very mad. So he's he's good against the go when out routes um, and the swing routes. Let's see. So, but he's he's a lot more susceptible on the shorter routes like the slant, the flat, and the uh, and the curl, which I believe are probably uh, yeah the uh, those are those are some of Thielen's better ones. Um, let me let me look. I'm looking through on this thing right here. Yeah. So. Um, Thielen's good on the uh, on the slant, and he's good on the uh, on the curl. So, yeah, that's a that's a good matchup there. 
And Thielen mm-hmm. runs about 60% of his routes out of the slot, by the way, which is why I'm, I'm using this. Um, Diggs gets a little in the slot, but it's it's mostly Thielen. So, yeah, I, th- I think Thielen could eat on some of those uh, shorter routes this week. Eat some Ws. <laughs> I guess Diggs will get what? Mills, probably. I guess I'll get a combo of Mills and Darby, right? Yeah. Because they both pretty much play one side of the field. Mm-hmm. Ronald, speaking of eating some Ws, isn't, wasn't Ronald the Darby, like Ronald Darby, the guy who was like always with Winston when all that bad shit happened? He uh, was. Yeah. He was the guy in the Uber. Or yeah. let, he wasn't actually, though, right? He wasn't actually there. He just said he was as yeah. an alibi. No, I, can't, I, can think, I think he was there with the Florida State thing, though. With Winston. Yes, he, he was. <laughs> oh, fuck. But um, anyway, why did we start on this? I forget. It was something about Buffalo. Oh, yeah, you asked me about the Vikings receivers. That's right. Yeah. Um, I like both of them. But, um, yeah, so there's all of all of those calls. And um, lastly, to wrap this up, I like how before this was like, let's go like an hour and a half and we're like two and a half hours again. We just do it. It's whatever. Hey, we like talking about football. It. I don't really care. Um, yeah, I love like, football. I have nothing man. else on the agenda after this. So I was just going to play video games if I didn't do this. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but now we can get into our picks and predictions for next week. Yes, yes. Game so, picks. Last week there were just the 15 games because there are two teams on bye. Who's on bye this week? Are there, is it just two more teams on bye or is it? Uh, the Bears are and the Buccaneers are, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we still got 15 games uh, here. So yeah, last week I was 10 and five. Uh, you were eight and seven. So get wrecked. Um, <laughs> Going into next week, I'll look up our like totals on the year and like put that together. Um, We've been pretty good. It's it probably pretty even. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're definitely above five hundred, which is good. Um, <laughs> and so our, our locks all missed. Atlanta and Detroit both lost, but they were both close. Um, you, Those you, are I some think, really close games last week that yeah, could have gone good. either way. Yeah, last week was a great week of football, and I think this week will be again. Um, <laughs> see, we both called two upsets just for fun. Um, both of yours lost, the Jets and the Giants lost, and then uh, Houston won on mine, barely, um, and then Detroit lost barely. So yeah, the Detroit game, I still feel like if they played again, Detroit would win. I don't like. I just. I mean, it was Detroit a Detroit game, right? Yeah, and they won by a field goal. They <laughs> they kicked in the last ten seconds. You know, like it was close. Yeah. So I'm I'm not like upset about that pick. Yeah, and then the and then the Houston one could have been a tie. I, I like Frank's right, uh, Frank Wright's idea to go for it though. I do too. I think people are giving him too much shit. Yeah, because like the odds that like they did actually win were kind of low. Like so the odds that Houston came back and got it were kind of low. I didn't, I didn't see what the play call was, but wasn't it like kind of a dumb play call? I don't know. <laughs> that can't be as bad as Denver's. Yeah, that was <laughs> so terrible. They man. tried to have Sutton like lateral it to. If it worked, we'd all be like mind fucking blown. But like the chances of working are so low on a lateral like that. Demarius sideline. It was it, it was the or Thomas? I don't remember who it was next to him, but Demarius was the one that was wide open on the play before uh, that yeah. Keenan missed. <laughs> ah shit! But um, dreadfully. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, a lot of those games are close last week. But uh, I yeah, I I I need to go watch the play that it was. I heard the play that they did call was kind of rough. But, like, I liked his decision to go for it. Because, like, if they get, like, literally one single stop, which they didn't get on defense, they're fine. But, yeah, I mean, I, I guess in the, in the high score, sort of high-scoring game, I think it was a pretty high-scoring game going to overtime. I don't know how much you can bank on getting a stop. But, 
I like it. You, you play to win the game. Yeah, I mean, I like it. You're not playing for a tie. Like it's dumb, and because I've they shortened the overtime just just this year, right? That's why there's been a lot of ties already. Yep, they shortened it. Which is I don't fucking get it, but whatever. Um, anyway, so on to our picks. Um, we've got some agreements. So we both got New England over Indy. We both have Baltimore over Cleveland. Uh, we split on Jacksonville. Um, yep. I've got I'm Kansas taking City. Jacks. Yep. That'll be a really good game. I'm excited for that one. And then um, we've got Tennessee over Buffalo, Carolina over the Giants, uh, Jets over Denver. We've got Pittsburgh over Atlanta, Green Bay over Detroit, Cincinnati over Miami. And then we also continue <laughs> to agree with the Chargers over the Raiders. The... No, I, I'm like torn on that. I, <laughs> I really probably think... both called Arizona over Sanford, and that was funny. We both have Philly over Minnesota and the Rams over Seattle. Um, yeah, I think the Oakland game will be close. Um, I I've really got, think that's a close one. I, um, oh, you didn't pick the next two. Um, Houston, Dallas, and Washington, New Orleans. I've got Houston over Dallas and New Orleans over Washington. Where's that? Oh, shit. Him. You missed him. I didn't see him. <laughs> oh, Houston, Dallas. Fuck. That's a tough um, one. I'm going to take Dallas. Yeah, I've got, I've got Houston. But I, mean, no, I, I they, hate they literally just have home point or sorry, home field point spread pretty much. So I'm definitely I'm still taking New Orleans, even though Washington, they're going to put up a fight. This is not going to be an easy game for New Orleans. Yeah, Washington's coming off their bye, which will help them. But um, this will be a good game, I think. It's for, in uh, New Orleans, so it's hard for me to pick against it. Yeah. Um, so um, my upset of the week was the I took the Arizona over San Fran. I think this will be David Johnson carries him to victory. Um, I don't know what hey. Alpha Shales do, but yeah, I said David Johnson's gonna take him to victory. And then you, you're upset, of course, is the Jacksonville over Kansas City. Yeah, I fi- I think this is finally a week we see a defense gives Mahomes some grief, man. Yeah, and then um on the locks, um the only ones that aren't eligible, unfortunately, Rams. The Rams are not eligible as a lock. Um, the Saints are eligible as a lock because it's moved down under seven now. Um. And then New England and Carolina are not eligible for locks because those are seven or higher. Mm-hmm. Um, Cincinnati is an option. Um, I like that. That is Possibly. actually a good option. I like Cincy as a lock over Miami. Yeah, all right, you can you can take that one. I mean, I feel pretty confident in that too. Um, yeah, they're, they'll be my lock. My, I guess I will go. I don't want to take the super easy one of New Orleans. But um, I mean, I guess I could. Uh, Tennis. No, never mind. Well, they, they opened at 7, so I'll avoid it since it was at 7 at some point. I will go with – um. fuck, this is tough. I will go with Houston over Dallas. Hey. It'll be, it'll, it'll be close, but – um. Yeah, uh, for me, it's just the matchup's a little weird. Like, Houston's got a bad secondary, which helps Dak out, but they have a good pass rush. But Dallas has a decent offensive line, but, mm-hmm. like, Dallas – Dallas has a great run offense. Meanwhile, they're like not great against the run, but have a good secondary, which is bad for Houston because yeah. if anything, they need to give Lamar Miller help and they're not going to be able to. Yeah. I mean, Dallas strategy, they pretty much, they, uh, they, they take Zeke and they shove, shove him way, way up in there. <laughs> and, uh... you, you, you just got to take these, these, these seeds and more and shove them way up your butt. You just gotta take this, take this ball, Zeke, and shove it way <laughs> up in the defense, Morty. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I wish Zeke sounded like that. You gotta, no, you gotta a, eat Zeke. You gotta eat. He's an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> All 
<laughs> he looks like an Ewok with the helmet on, dude. He does, dude. <laughs> oh man, I wish I wish he didn't have all that shit with him, so I could like him more because he's very good. Yeah, it seems like he's a bit of a shithead. Yeah, I mean he's a cowboy, but um. Yep. The thing of him and Dak shopping for those like penis squirt guns. Did you see that? No. They did. They like did that and brought him into a club. And like like wore them around their heads. Oh my god. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> so typical. But, right. Um, yeah. I I'm I'll I need to read more about the whole Zeke thing because like that one's like that one's a lot tougher of one to like grasp and come to a conclusion on than the Jameis one is. Because there's so like we talked about the Zeke one. The Zeke one there's like there's so much to it. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. I like. Did he pay the person off? Kind of sounds like maybe he did. But it also kind of sounds like the other, the woman in the altercation was trying to ruin his career. It's, a, it's really hard to it, say. Yeah, and like, but the problem is, like, you don't want to say, oh, she said that, she's, like, not valid. Like, no, I mean, I'm sure there's still stuff, like, other that's valid, like. Right. Know, it's, it's tough. It gets so clouded once yeah. it hits the media that it's hard for us to make an accurate assessment. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, all right. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm not. I'm sure, but my take was that both sides were in some wrongs. Right. Don't be shitty to women, and don't try to ruin guys' life and steal all their money by being pieces of shit either. So if you just everybody stop being a piece of shit, <laughs> everything will be better. <laughs> yeah, and we're not trying to say that like. The don't try to ruin a guy's life is like a common thing. That's that's like the very that's like the very rare exception, honestly, with it. Right. But yeah, pe- people people are dickheads, and not being a dickhead is uh is a big step to uh you know not being a shithead. And then if you're not a shithead, you're not a shitty person. And if you're not a shitty person, you're at least an okay person. And that's 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 what I at least ask. That's, you know. You know what? That's all we gotta ask for. <laughs> Just be an okay person. You just gotta not be a shithead. Huh? <laughs> oh, oh boy. <laughs> and then similar to Mickey Mouse is like you go like, huh? and then you go like, wanna get oh. hot? And you're tally. <laughs> if you say wanna get hot, and then like if you say like it's right there in my pocket, and just wanna wanna reach in there and I'll fish out. You, but you gotta, <laughs> and then then it's Herbert. They're all the same. I'd be discuss this, but. <laughs> Oh wait, you said you do a good Patrick from SpongeBob. I do. Please, That's always been one of my favorites. Please talk about something, anything, as Patrick. <laughs> um, Why don't we just take all the shitheads and push them somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> like, like there's like a certain aspect to his voice that like you, you captured decently well. It's like the um. Yeah, it's like this goofy. I don't know. It's like it's a it's a cartooniness that's hard to like mm-hmm. nail. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Horseradish <laughs> is not an instrument either. <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't do like many good voices because that's not my thing. If it's if it's Mickey Mouse esque or Rick esque, I can kind of do it. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why the Mickey Mouse thing. I think it was like a thing of like Herbert and Tally, and I realized it was how like Mickey. And then I started doing like vulgar things as Mickey, and like of course it's kind of funny. Oh. Like, like, ha ha! I'm gonna put it in your butthole. 
I love the South Park Mickey Mouse stuff. Yeah, that's literally what it is. And oh he's boy. Like, and he's like, like blackmailing the Jonas Brothers, wherever the fuck it is. Right. Yeah. Oh, give him your right white creamy foam. Like, <laughs> oh, do the new season of South Park's on. Oh, fuck the new episodes tonight. I think it was already on at like ten, but it's probably like on Kim Cartoon or something. But yeah, the first episode was. It it did not. It was not a letdown by any means. Ooh, I gotta check it out. It's about school shootings. Oh God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course like, it is. Yeah. South Park bears they, no experience. They hit it pretty well too, dude. It was great. It was a great South Park, man. Oh, long time fan. Yeah. Sorry, I just Mo Mo Alleycox. Mo Mo Alleycox. <laughs> Mo- it sounds like an East West Bowl name. It's just what the fuck, dude. Like. Oh man, the the Brigashaw Ferguson obviously is a is a goat name. That's like the goat name, man. But Moali Cox is <laughs> the fact that it's a thing is just perfect. Like the things that the things that have to align, he has to go well, first. He, okay, he has to be named Muhammad and go by Mo instead of Muhammad. All right, and then but apparently Muhammad's like a like technically like the most common name in the world. I think or something like that. I don't know, but it is by Mo, and then. He has a hyphenated name of Ali and Cox. Like, Cox is a kind of common last name, but Ali, like, spelled, like, not Ali, but Ali, pretty much. Yeah, Ali. like... Unless it's Ali, but, like, I'm going to say Ali because of how it's spelled. Or Ali. Muhammad Ali. Maybe it's Muhammad Ali Cox. But it's not, then it's not like, it's like, it's like Mo, Moa Light Cox. It sounds like like Moa, Moa Light Cox. Maybe it's like Moa Ali Cox. That could be it. Because it's only one L. But it's Ali Cox for me. It's Ali Cox. Don't try to hide it from us, Mo. We know. Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> There's not enough Cox in this alley. We need Mo Ali Cox. <laughs> we need Mo Ali Cox, man. <laughs> we need some more Ali Cox. Oh, fuck. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another <laughs> episode of Mozzie and the Muscle. We hope you all have a good uh, week five and enjoy some football. Yeah, we'll catch some games. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> <laughs>